Tyler. So one civilized. Dennering. I'm Connery. I see through the lies of the Jedi, Hanson. <laughs> and I'm Lily. Unlimited power! <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Connery, I thought you were going to go for twice the pride, double the fall. <laughs> that was one <laughs> of them. I watched this whole movie. I was like, there, I, there's so many quotable lines. This is the most quotable Star Wars to me of like all of them. It really is. Yeah. I, think, I think just, yeah, out of all... 11 movies now. Yeah, this I guess? is the one that's the most quotable to me. And like, I will, I could like recite almost verbatim. <laughs> and I also definitely realized while watching this uh, that there's like, like every single time a line comes up, I'm just like, oh yeah, Connery says this all the time. <laughs> just every, like almost every single line in this movie, especially yeah. from Anakin or Palpatine, <laughs> sometimes Obi Wan. Yeah. Wait a minute, we're smarter than this. We're smarter than this, <laughs> apparently not. <laughs> But this is the franchise, a podcast where friends get together to talk about movie franchises. And uh, we have a guest today, so triple the pride, triple, triple the, the fly, fall. Quadruple the fall. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Count Dooku, front flip. <laughs> Anime character entrance. Stupid astro droid. <laughs> We're joined today by our guest, Lily Young. Hello. Good to be back. <laughs> yeah. In a while. It has. Secret third co-host. Mm -hmm. Secret third co-host. Pulling the strings like a benevolent Palpatine. (laughs) (laughs) Offered to be the producer of our podcast for pay, and we said, we'll pay you negative $100 a year. (laughs) We said we'd pay a percentage. Oh, yeah. We are net net gross. (laughs) Yeah, we pay our net gross. Uh, Hey, uh, share the show. Get us more listeners. Yeah, come on. Don't you want to... Want a fauna? Don't you want a fauna? <laughs> don't you don't you want us to pay Lily Young to be our producer? Right? Yeah. Do it for me. <laughs> do it for Lily. You don't do it for us. You, you don't like she's... us. You don't like us much that much, anyways. Yeah. Right. <laughs> she's lovable. You'll do it for her. Uh, we're covering Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith! Mm. Exclamation point! <laughs> Exclamation point! In Connery's head. <laughs> I'm in my do. head, honestly. I love this movie. Yeah. When you said, and when I put a little behind the scenes, when I put the exclamation point in behind Attack of the Clones, I was like, that's not the title of the movie. I'm like, well, it should be. I was like, there's a col- there's a colon in there, and there's a hyphen. <laughs> but a- no exclamation point. <laughs> you, think, you think Attack of the Clones would have an exclamation point, because it it's a very 50s name. Yeah. Attack of the Clones! Yeah, exactly. Attack, exclamation mark. Of, of the clones. <laughs> Attack, <comma>. Semicolon. <laughs> semicolon. Like the new Mission Impossible movie has like really weird yeah, typography. Yeah, a semicolons in, in it. <laughs> <laughs> a few tilde and tilde. umlauts. Oh, I was about to say an umlaut. <laughs> uh, we're, we're, uh, we, we, you know, we're, we're, a po- we're a podcast that's always on the move, so we have to keep going <laughs> Before we talk about Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith, as you're all waiting with bated breath mm. and a few, uh, a few just huge coughs, I guess. Yeah, like General Grievous himself. We're gonna do. <laughs> Thank you, Connor. Uh, we're gonna use, do our usual segment of what's new. <laughs> Thank you, Connery. You're welcome. Any new media we've been consuming, or just anything new in our lives. Mm. How about we do a little individual, we'll go around the table, and then we'll all talk about the first two episodes of Obi-Wan. Boom, boom. Uh, that just came out yesterday in recording time. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, stay tuned, everybody. I so, have to edit this tomorrow, that's right. <laughs> <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> what have I done? 
Keep it coming. Keep it coming. Keep it in, because it's not like uh, we we us two rescheduled eighteen times for this episode. <laughs> yeah, right. I love. Oh, we yeah, have plenty I'm, of time. <laughs> I'm sorry about that. We really did reschedule it like at eight times. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but it's because like we're about to go out the door, and then like. Mm. Lily was tearing up. She's like, this movie's just so good. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you're right. And I was just bawling on the ground. You guys couldn't make it. Yeah. I, I understood. I'm like, the majesty of this film is excellent. <laughs> it's it's so why I gave a weak bumper for when I watched it. It's so powerful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, what's new? Connor, you, you got something? Yeah, I do, actually. Um, I finished watching the show Severance uh, starring Adam Scott. Oh, how is that? It's excellent. I've heard mm-hmm. as much, but I don't actually like know anything about it. I just know like it's a lot of people like it. Yeah, this is the Apple TV show mm-hmm. uh, directed by Ben Stiller. Yeah, and, and I think there's another director too. But uh, yeah, what what is this show about? I know it starts in an office. Yes, <laughs> it's all I know. It's a show about is it like Office Space. It's just like the Office Space meets the Office. And oh double, no, <laughs> twice the Office, twice the Office, double the double the paperwork. Uh, <laughs> There we go. There it is. Sorry, like just a little (laughs) anecdote on that. My mom, like my dad, like when growing up, always watched The Office like obsessively. I mean, like everybody did. Everybody always had The Office on. And like my mom like hated it for whatever reason because she just doesn't like fun and like just doesn't like comedy and joy. And like she would always, but she only called it Office Space. She was like, "Dad's watching Stupid Office Space again," stupid office just because you know she knew that was a movie from the nineties, yeah. like a comedy. She just just thought assumed it was the same. Thing. It is the same so thing. that was just my childhood. But Severance Dad in his Stupid Office Space. Sorry, sorry, that was no really worries. not necessary. <laughs> no, it was it was great. So how is Office Space, Connery? Office Space is great. <laughs> so Severance. Is right. about okay. Sorry, go. Christopher Walken's also in it, and also a uh, Falcone from uh, the guy who plays Falcone in the new Batman movie, John Turturro. Yes, John Turturro. He's in it too. He's excellent. But uh, Severance is about um, a company that severs your work life and your um, and your life life. So basically, they split your brain. So a different version of you is in the office, and when you wake up, you're yourself again outside of the office. Oh wow! So I yeah, had no idea it was any kind of like sci-fi. Oh yeah, thing. it's a little like it's less sci-fi, more it's like corporate scariness, where oh. it's like you have much more of like, oh, like who am I? Like I am, I'm aware that I'm this person on the outside, oh, but who am I in here? Kind of thing. Kind of depressing. It's it's a little sad, no, but the thing is, it's got really good drama, and it's like really good. It, when the last episode, my heart was pounding out of my chest the Damn. entire time. It was so intense. That. Every every Apple original show I've seen so far has been amazing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so. it's really good. Like I remember my mom was saying, "Oh, you should watch it." And I was like, oh, "I'll get around to it." And then I finally watched. It. I was like, "Oh my god, this is actually really really good." So I highly recommend Severance. I will definitely watch that now. I had no idea what it was about. Yeah. So that sounds cool. Yeah, it's a pitch. It's good. It's one of those shows that I'll probably, Lily will watch, and they'll be like, you should probably watch this. And I'm like, oh, okay. And then I'll like get around to it. Yeah, I'll see you in nine years when you <laughs> yeah. talk to me about Severance. And I'll yeah. be like, yeah, I know it's good. <laughs> we all know. We all know. So I finished this new show called Game of Thrones. It's pretty crazy. Oh the last few seasons were dumb, though. <laughs> you guys heard of this? Have you heard of this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? I almost... <laughs> Is that your closest uh, uh, Jay Leno? Jay Leno voice. Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? <laughs> <laughs> that's my yeah. That's my Jay Leno impression. Have you seen this? Have you heard of this? Have you seen this? Have you heard about this? Where's Whoa! <laughs> okay, sorry. Tyler, what's new with you? 
I need a button to press on this show. <laughs> you really, we really need some kind of like soundboard. Yeah. So anytime there's like, I'm like, Maybe oh, that didn't if work. You hired a shout. producer, they could <laughs> arrange Maybe those. Maybe knew about this thing called money, money. or galactic credits. <laughs> galactic credits will do fine. <laughs> we can only pay you in pod race fees. <laughs> really? Will that work for you? Which which equates to uh, <laughs> Burger King toys from I the only, release of Phantom Menace. I only got Slimo bucks. Seven <laughs> 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 whooper whooper. <laughs> This whole this whole episode is just sound bites. It totally is. Sound bites of us doing sound bites. Uh, I love that's my favorite episodes we do. What's new, Tyler? What's new with me? Yes. Uh, you know, I'm trying to remember the name of the comic that I read. Ooh. Uh, one sec. Was it one I gave you? No. Oh. Uh, of course not. Of course not. You'll never read Ultra Mega, even though you, I know you'd love it. Oh yeah, I forgot you lent that to me. I gave it was a present. I gave it to you. Oh yeah. <laughs> Jesus Christ! And Beta Ray Bill. I read another comic that I borrowed mm-hmm. from our pal and most recent guest, mm-hmm. and impending guest mm. at some point, Taylor mm-hmm. McLaughlin from our Attack of Clones episode. Uh, it's called Star Wars Tales of the Jedi. Uh, that's like the, I don't know, the... <sighs> The name of, it's the name of the comic, but then this is uh, uh, Follow the Sith Empire, mm-hmm. and it has to do with uh, the Great Hyperspace War. Uh, that sounds fun. Which is uh, like way, it's before Knights of the Old Republic and everything. Oh, whoa. I've talked about Knights of the Old Republic recently, mm-hmm. so this takes even place even before all that. Um, it has to do with Marco Ragnos and some other Sith Lords back when like the Sith were like a species and everything. Cool. So it just goes really far back uh, with... The Sith Empire and the Sith, uh, like, plan a, a an attack on the Republic. And it's pretty cool because it's just old. Like, really, like, this came out in the 90s. I'm not, like, saying that's the old part, but it's just, like, it's just ancient Republic. And yeah. the Jedi have, uh, like, power packs for their lightsabers. Oh. So they're not even, like, handheld. They're, like, they they have to, like, connect to, like, a Ghostbusters backpack to have power and stuff oh, like that. Oh, that's cool. But, uh, yeah, I don't know. If you just want to do a deep dive on what, like, the Sith were and how they started and everything, there's there's some origin there, and it's also just, like, a fun uh, Star Wars adventure that, mm-hmm. like, feels very, like, it's, like, ancient Egypt, ancient, like, Mesopotamia, like, kind of, like, older cultures and stuff like that. Nice. Um, it, do they fight in hyperspace ever? Uh, they do. Good. Yes, they do. Yes. And, um... It's interesting reading this comic, too, uh, and then playing Nice Old Republic. There's a lot of items in that game named after things that are in this comic. Oh, interesting. And they kind of, like, went deep, even deeper than they already were. <laughs> so deep. So, um, yeah, check that out. You can get Marvel Unlimited, I guess. Uh, I don't remember exactly how much it is. I think it's, like, 10 bucks a month or something. Something like that. And you can read, like, any Star Wars comic uh, per Taylor. <laughs> so if you can't, let him know. But also, stop by your local comic book store, maybe, instead. <laughs> yeah the i don't know if this one's in print so probably not <laughs> it's probably not uh but yeah i'll just leave it at that nice lily what's new with you i guess i could say like the most recent thing i've been watching and really into is uh the hbo max uh like mini drama series the staircase which is based oh. after the multi-part docuseries also called the staircase um about are you familiar with this i am i feel like i kind of talked to you i watched a netflix documentary about it at one point yeah but i stopped halfway through because it was making me sad oh my god it's it's a lot yeah it's crazy um 
so yeah, this is a dramatization, I guess, of that. <laughs> with uh, Colin Firth as Great. Uh, Michael Peterson mm. and um, Tony Collette as his wife Kathleen who I mean you obviously don't I mean she's dead mm-hmm. <laughs> when the docuseries starts so it's like it's actually it's very interesting and very different from any other kind of like drama based on a real life like true crime kind of thing mm-hmm. that I've like really ever seen in that it adds so much especially with Tony Collette Mm-hmm. Um, because again, like you don't really get to see any of like the real life, like Kathleen and the victim in like the staircase series. And like they, so she has like a real character. She's in it almost in flashbacks, mm-hmm. almost as much as, uh, Michael Peterson, Colin Firth is. And I mean, she's a fucking queen. We all know that. Like she's, she's amazing in it. <laughs> and Colin Firth is incredible. Like it's actually creepy how much he sounds like him. Oh, weird. Like he must he must have studied his voice like so much. Like he sounds so much like him, and he's British too, obviously. But I mean, we know that doesn't really matter because the Brits can do like any accent <laughs> <Yeah>. perfectly. <laughs> they could do American accents better than Americans can. Isn't it? <laughs> but um, yeah, no, it's brilliant. It's um, yeah, it's interesting because it's like I also recently watched the. Um, it's called The Girl from uh, Plainville on oh, Hulu, yeah. which is based on the Michelle Carter, um, oh God, why is his name escaping me? Uh, Conrad Roy mm. thing. It's the girl who like coerced the kid into like suicide. Yeah, that's grim. Over texting. Mm. Did you hear about this? I, I heard about it, yeah, on yeah. the show especially. Yeah, so Elle Fanning plays like the girl and I've always kind of been a fan of hers and it's like... I was like, yeah, I'm obviously going to watch that because I like her (laughs) and I was invested in that case, uh, you know, when it was like in the news and whatnot. Mm -hmm. But it's just kind of like you feel weird at a certain point watching it like they it's like it's almost gross in a way sometimes. Mm. And it's like it really doesn't bring anything new kind of to like light, like doesn't really have much to say. And I feel like this the staircase does. Mm. And um, I don't know. So I, I think that's really interesting. That's on HBO Max. I highly, highly recommend it. You would probably want to see the docuseries before seeing that. But um, I'm really impressed by it. I really, I like it. Mm, there it's good. You go. Nice. Yeah. I've seen the docuseries. I think I, I, at least I've seen parts of it with you. I've seen a lot of it. Because oh, yeah, I was watching it yeah. with you at a certain point and when it came out with more. And you listened to that one podcast on it with me too. Yeah. That um, one episode. Uh, so that helped a lot, but um, yeah, it's definitely a show I need to get around to because I just didn't want to hold you back because I was doing other things, yeah. and I know you have to like get <laughs> that was your, actually your true crime a... fix. <laughs> yeah, I was like, uh, I'll watch it. I just haven't done it yet. But that's what you were saying, Connery. Like that was exactly one where he was like, Oh yeah, I'll, I'll watch it with you, and then I was like, <laughs> Okay, I'm waiting, I'm waiting, and he's like, eh, You should just watch it. <laughs> yeah, just, watch it. <laughs> just like the ninety day, Aw. huh? 90, <laughs> 90 day. Well, you actually did watch that whole season. It That's just true. took a long time. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> uh, when are we going to watch Mamma Mia, Lily? Ooh. I'll get around to it. <laughs> <laughs> Can we watch it after the staircase? Cause that, cause that might be Colin a good Firth. chaser. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> yeah. Colin Firth is so delightful oh. in the Mamma Mia movies. It's true. And uh, yeah, great actor. And it's on HBO Max. Is it just called The Staircase? Yeah. 
Yeah. And it's directed by Antonio Campos, who did uh, The Devil All the Time. Uh, that was on Netflix. Didn't you watch oh, that, Lily? Yeah. That's that, like, like the really most dark movie I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> More grim than Revenge of the Sith. <laughs> Impossible. The darkest chapter in the Star Wars story. Sounds like I'll get unlimited power by watching that show. <laughs> uh, but all right, we did our own little, our own little what's news. We gotta talk mm-hmm. about Obi Wan. Uh, we don't normally do this. I feel, no. especially before the whole show is out. I mm-hmm. usually like to wait till the whole thing's out. But it's like, hey, let's watch Obi Wan and then we'll record. Yeah. Uh, just because it's all a big one big Star Wars day. Mm-hmm. So spoilers for Obi Wan, the TV show. Is it called Obi Wan Kenobi? It's called Obi Wan Kenobi. Okay. In, not to be confused with Obi Wan Three Nobi, like I don't know. It's Obi Wan like, Threnobi. Why isn't it just called Obi Wan? It should just called Kenobi, if you ask me. That sounds cooler. Or Ben. Old Ben. <laughs> I don't. I think Ben's probably a bad name. I guess Ben for is. like a Star Wars. <laughs> what like, if I called it a... Old Ben? Like you don't think that'd be good? <laughs> isn't there like a movie about a rat named Ben or something? <sighs> Maybe. Probably. Uh, all right. Well, Kenobi. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's why everyone would everyone would do that. Yeah. All right. Spoilers for uh, Obi Wan Kenobi. Next ten minutes or so. Mm-hmm. If you don't want to hear it, skip ahead and then come back next Boom. week after you've seen it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this is, as Connery likes to uh, do the theme song of every Star Wars show, <laughs> the Mandalorian sting. <laughs> <Ba-bum. laughs> We're in the arena now, and not just the Geonosian arena. No. The TV arena. Obi-Wan's entered the fray. Welcome. A new fighter approaches. Obi-Wan! I don't want to help anyone anymore. What did you guys think of the show? I want to know. Tyler, you go first. Me? Yes, you. I wanted to be the last one. Okay, well then I'll go first. No, I'll do it. I'll do it. I'll do it. It's fine. Uh... Yeah, I'll wait. <laughs> okay, I'll do okay. it then. Ask me. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> what did you think of the first two episodes of Obi-Wan Kenobi? As I said when we were downstairs, I thought it was okay. I wasn't thrilled, I feel like, a lot of the time. I didn't feel like a lot happened. But then again, it's just the first two episodes. So mm-hmm. a lot of setup. But I am excited. Seems we're going to get a scary, scary Darth Vader chasing around uh, Obi-Wan. I can't say I'm a giant chasing. Chasing. I'm going to get you. <laughs> I can't He's say I'm a sprinting. Big, like his metal legs were dump, 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 dump. I can't say I'm a giant fan of snarky 10 year old Leia. I'm never a big fan of children talking beyond their years. I always think it's a lame trope and I hate it. I'm going to say just children talking. I'm never a fan of children talking. They should be seen and not heard. I have that big 1920s mentality. <laughs> No, I'm just never a big fan when they like speak beyond their years. I always find it really annoying every single time. It's a huge, like, huge pet peeve of yeah, mine. It's a in big. Movie. I usually do too, but I kind of like didn't mind it for some reason. That's Maybe good. It's just because I'm like, uh, there is the whole part of my brain where <laughs> I'll bring it up in a minute, but yeah. it's just like, oh, is that what they said in this? All right, I gotta rationalize all of this. <laughs> You're just connecting. This all, all makes sense. You're just connecting the Wikipedia web yeah, in your head. Exactly. <laughs> it's all consuming it's like way. Iron Man going through the whole like his whole digital scape <laughs> yes. with his hands. That's just me and my brain. <laughs> there goes Lil Baca flying by. <laughs> oh no. So little Leia is It was kind of a, a, a lame thing for me. I okay. was like she was she was cute and fun, then I was like, oh yeah. no, she's 
She's really snarky. And she's going to be like this yeah. the entire time. Okay. What were some cool. highlights, though? Highlights. Um, I really like seeing you, McGregor. I think he's doing a fantastic job right now. So I think that's why I got mad. We went to, um, what's his name? Um, What's the name? her home planet's name? Alderon, Stu John, Stu John. <laughs> we went to Obi Wan's home planet of Stu John. Well, we went to Alderon. I was, I was like, at first, I was like, I even said, he goes, "What's this have to do with Obi Wan?" I'm like, okay, well, now it's the main <laughs> he, plot. He asked furiously, like, "What does this have to do with anything?" <laughs> and then later, when uh, they're like, "Obi Wan, you have to save him, save Leia," and I, I went to Connery, I was like, "What does this have to do with anything?" <laughs> you know, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, I just I just wanted more of him. I was like, I need more Ewan. I need more of this. I need Hayden to show up as fast as possible. Mm-hmm. Like I need him here already. Yeah. I feel like yeah, he won't show. I feel like he won't show up till the end or something. No, he's gonna be there, like episode five and six is when he's gonna show up most likely. And that's like what I was really like concerned would happen. Mm-hmm. And having already seen the first two episodes today, I'm yeah. like, damn think that is what's gonna happen which is a bummer but mm-hmm. i guess i shouldn't have had that expectation anyway yeah but i mean i don't know he's going around doing all this press yeah. stuff it's him and ewan mm-hmm. and that did get my hopes up to like maybe he really is gonna be a lot, a lot more prevalent in it than but he could I mean, be like so we've just seen the first two episodes i, I released so he could be maybe more prevalent so, as I the don't. story goes on so. yeah probably not it seems like they set up the inquisitor lady to be like the main I guess the secondary villain. And then when Hayden shows up, it'll be a big deal. Yeah, yeah. She, I feel like she'll be like the big bad for most of it until mm-hmm. Darth Vader shows up and yeah. like just kills like, her. Yeah, because he calls him Anakin or something. Yeah, he's like, what like, are you doing here? Yeah, we're in workplace environment. <laughs> yeah, I'm you your boss. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah, I thought. Uh, I don't know. The Inquisitors are okay. They're mm-hmm. they've never been. They've been one of my like least favorite parts of recent star wars stuff to be I, honest i agree they never felt scary that, to me at all i don't and think i've ever seen an interesting inquisitor it's one of those things for me at least where it's just like oh okay like you have all these other dark side users and stuff like that but like it just kind of like takes away from like oh I, I could just be seeing darth vader in this scene instead and like that's mm-hmm. not i'm not saying that's like feasible for a show yeah he also can't be everywhere at once <laughs> but just the concept of like the inquisitors it's like okay they're just like kind of like lame like compared to i don't know i just want to see like, I don't need to see Darth Vader in every single location, but mm-hmm. it's just, like, it makes him even more fearsome, the fact that, like, if he was the only... If he was he chasing was a, Obi-Wan. If the, he was, like, a true Sith Lord or something like mm-hmm. that. Well, she is. I, I just mean, like, there's a bunch of other Darksiders, which has been in the stories for a long time, like, mm-hmm. on canon stuff, but it's just... I don't know. I've just never cared about them, and I think their lightsabers are like, how can we change up a lightsaber now? And it's like, oh, let's turn it into a helicopter. Well, that's like from like, the cartoon, isn't it? Rebels. Yeah. No, like, it is. Yeah. I'm not. I'm not blaming the show at all. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, like, just all the all of those things, and like Jedi Fallen Order mm-hmm. has Inquisitors in it. And, and he just like, only got to spin that thing for a little bit, and then then it was no more. Yeah. I'm just uh, honestly, it's like my least favorite like section of star wars history mm-hmm. i think but oh really sorry lily you're about to say something oh i was just gonna say if you want the opinion of someone who that that was my introduction to that mm-hmm. because i haven't seen any of the animated stuff yeah or the video game that you're talking about like it's the first time i ever heard of inquisitors mm-hmm. i kind of liked them i thought they were cool they are not cool. like i mean yeah i mean they are cool it's just not my thing you know so it's like my complaints like internal it's not an actual like uh it's not an objective complaint. An objective fact. <laughs> yeah, well, no, I'm just saying, like, the reasons why I don't like them doesn't have to do with anything of them actually being, like, 
compelling characters or not. Mm-hmm. I'm just kind of like, yeah, I don't really care about them. <laughs> yeah. But Lily. I thought it was kind of interesting to be able to see, like, the, you know, uh, at this point, like, in the early years, I guess, of, like, the Empire and mm-hmm. how they, what they would do to kind of go and, um, you know take out all of the remaining like jedi like oh they have like a whole like force like to take care of like i don't know i again it's like my first time my first introduction to that it was like mm. oh that's kind of interesting and they they were all like former jet or, or most of them were yeah. former jedi they said yeah, yeah. like yeah, i think that's kind of interesting personally but i i don't know i don't have the you know the knowledge base that you guys do it's, it's totally fine because it, it's a really cool concept of like having these like people their sole job is to be basically a mm-hmm. sith detective and track down jedi mm-hmm. i think that's kind of cool. yeah i always but... feel like though at least in the comics that i've read like they're like the detectives and then vader is like the killer that goes to actually like, finish the job yeah yeah like when they can't do it or whatever yeah when inevitably when they can't do it yeah and we'll we'll talk about this when we talk about revenge of the sith too a little bit but Okay, for me at least, it adds like the Inquisitors add a little to like Darth Vader's middle management status. <laughs> yeah, um, which isn't a bad thing. It's just it's just kind of like unfortunate what happened to to, to Anakin after <laughs> everything went downhill. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, I'm resigned to look over this Death Star. I guess. <laughs> like, yep. It's like I'll do it. <laughs> what do you think, Lily? First time yeah. watch. Um, I really liked, mm-hmm. I honestly really liked it a lot, the first two episodes overall, even as far as, like, I don't know if I can say it's, like, my favorite Star Wars, like, show yet, but, like, I don't know, because I remember some of those, like, first season Mandalorian mm-hmm. episodes were really good, Yeah. Um. but I guess it's good in a very different way. Like, you're, there's so much new stuff being introduced in all of those. And this is really good because you have, a con- like, a t- emotional, you have a connection to, like, what you're seeing on screen. And, like, I don't, so that's, like, you know, it's good in just, like, a different kind of way. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I really, I actually really liked it a lot. Good. I don't think it's, like, I honestly, a lot of the same things you were saying. Like, I don't, I don't think it was, like, perfect or anything. I was per- kind of annoyed with little Leia. <laughs> um very good but, um overall i don't know i, th- I think i think it was good mm-hmm. yeah I, I i don't know i don't have any I don't have much no really complaints about it good. like really yeah but uh maybe i also kind of i don't know if i had i think i tried to <laughs> curb my expectations a little bit so maybe maybe that's why i'm kind of like oh yeah it's good my expectations weren't like super super high yeah but yeah good like- so far I think it's only six episodes and like Oh, it's only gonna be six episodes? Yeah. So it's like yeah. a mini series event. Okay. Mm-hmm. And we watched two, you know, and Obi Wan's yet to pull his lightsaber out, which I know, like <gasps> character wise I get it, you know. But what? No, I'm just I'm just exasperating, you know. Uh, but uh, yeah, I just I hope it picks up and becomes like a little more accelerated. Yeah. Because it kind of feels like this was a pilot episode, but it was really two episodes, mm-hmm. and it's just so, and it's like an hour and forty minutes. So yeah. I don't know. Just like after just watching Moon Knight too, mm-hmm. which I thought like could have been like a cool like two hour movie. Yeah, was like a almost six hour show. Yeah, and it's like some of this. Sometimes you don't need to go more into character and stuff like that. It's just I'm not saying this needed to be a movie, but it's just like. uh 
it felt like two episodes should have been one episode and yeah. just like we should get more like more time with obi-wan like give that that hour and 40 part one episode and then we have still like two three four five six yeah just get him on the adventure in like one episode so mm. it just felt like a little draggy at parts um it was confusing why Leia was in there at first, and then it all came yeah. together. Mm. Love to see Jimmy Smith's. <laughs> I want to see him in every Star Wars thing. I he do pr- kind of think... Sorry. Well, go yeah. ahead. Oh, I do kind of think, like, you know, aside from... Like, obviously, like, they were spending time, like, setting her up, because, like, that's, like, the big quest that he's currently on, mm-hmm. is going to, like, rescue her. It did kind of, like... I don't know. I do feel like they kind of did spend a little too much time, like in the first episode on Leia. It's like I think that might have been like the last thing any of us was really like expecting to see them spend like almost a majority of the time on. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like so that was kind of like I don't know. Yeah, it's like I like seeing little Leia, but yeah, it could have cut down that a lot of that stuff like in half. Yeah. I think, and it's just like oh, they're just kind of like wandering on the market for a while, and he's like, "Don't touch anything! Don't do that! Don't let that!" Exactly. It's like, Come on! Like, I can't parents, help it. I'm snark as right. hell. They, have, they have to spend a good mm-hmm. amount of time establishing that she's adventurous and yeah. she just takes off in the forest and you know, like we like, know do we, we really like need her. To spend twenty minutes establishing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But... Like we already all like Princess Leia. I don't need more reasons mm-hmm. to like her. She talks. Way too much yeah. for, <laughs> for like I don't know. I she has like almost she has like more lines than Obi Wan. Yeah, she really like, does. Like, Jesus. Well, I mean, he's a pretty pensive guy. He's not yeah. going to just be like <laughs> talking a lot. I guess. And they said we got trouble, and she's a little girl. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. I mean, like the supporting character, p- the actors I have playing the supporting characters, I I like a lot. Uh, I think like like Benny Safdie in in the I first really like episode, that, yeah. but then he's just gone. So it's like, oh, I want to see him more. Yeah, and then Kumail, like mm-hmm. he was is, fun. He was fun and for sure. But you know, I guess they're just meant to be small characters. Yeah, you know, for sure. But uh, yeah, and then I think like Riva, uh, like the third sister, who's like the main antagonist. It mm-hmm. seems. I think she. I don't know. I need to be like more bought on her performance. I guess. I yeah. don't know what you guys thought. I mean, kind of bland, but also, like, I think she's meant to, she's supposed to be like that. Like, just really, you know what I mean? Like, stoic, I guess. Right, and... like, I don't even, I don't, I'm not even blaming blaming the act, actor, it's just no. more so, I don't. It's the material. Yeah, she shows up and she's like, Obi-Wan, yeah. and we're all, like, laughing. Come out to play. <laughs> 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 he comes out in a baseball I mean, uniform all I can and a bat. Say is there better be some kind of somewhat big reveal as to why she's so completely obsessed with tracking him down and like taking like it's other she than wants I mean, is Vader's it really bestie. just? I, I don't know because that just feels. She says know. it's owed to her to like right. get Obi Wan. I'm like, okay, I guess we'll find out. But yeah, why? There's already like weird stuff going on where it's like she knows that Darth Vader's Anakin and. Uh, I don't know. I feel like she knows too much. So. Yeah, it's really brazen that she even calls him Anakin. So I guess we'll find out. And I'm probably being way too precious about Star Wars and being one of those annoying nerds. But eh, uh, I just, just want to wait. I just want to see what happens. We all do. It's, it's very exciting. We, I feel like it's a show everyone's been waiting for for such a long time. And now that it's here, it's so exciting. That's on Disney+. Plus. <laughs> Give it a watch. <laughs> and now we must talk about... Jurassic. Oh no, sorry. Revenge of the Sith. That's next week. <laughs> Go on. That's my favorite soundtrack <laughs> in all of Star Wars. It's yeah, truly. It it is by far. I, I'm watching this. I'm like, this is my favorite Star Wars movie, hands down. It's my most quotable Star Wars movie. Damn, I love that. It, it's my favorite one. I wow. think it's like 
it's so it's it's a giant melodrama it's so good and sad and mm-hmm. i actually feel like like hayden gives a pretty toned down performance but everybody else is like so there and it just breaks my heart every time in the end i'm just like oh such a bummer every time yeah i really felt it this time for sure it's it easily my favorite prequel um in terms of all of that i made a list at one point mm. of like ranking all the star wars movies well you're dating I tyler i'm not surprised <laughs> <laughs> um i'm not sure exactly where it fell but i know it's within the t- four or five mm. i i really enjoy this movie too. that's good you did at one point say this movie's ten times better than Phantom Menace. I <laughs> did. <laughs> Sorry, Alyssa, and uh, like Phantom I, Menace stand was. I, so I love it, but you know they're really different. Like I get it. Like they're trying, they're trying to introduce so much hmm. in the Phantom Men- Fa- Phantom Menace, such as pod racing. Let's hmm? spend twenty plus minutes on. We need to know because like pod racing is going to be really pivotal throughout the series. <laughs> I, mean, I just get bored. <laughs> I mean, no, it's good. It's good. The pod race is good, but there's like a lot that's just kind of like really slow. And actually, on that subject of the Phantom Menace, I guess I should say my whole thing with Star Wars um, and my quote unquote history, which <laughs> really <laughs> isn't that long. It's lasted as long as I have <laughs> as I've been with Tyler, which is like six years. Cause there you go. Um, I, something that I realized recently, you know, I've always been into somewhat of the geeky kind of quote unquote, like geeky stuff. Mm-hmm. Like when we were growing up, uh, I have a Lord of the Rings and Harry Potter tattoo. Good. Um, but couldn't ever really get into Star Wars. And I kind of like realized recently, you know what I think it honestly was for me was, when I was a kid and this movie came out, so I would have been, or I'm sorry, the first movie came out, the or Phantom Menace. Mm-hmm. That was, was that 99 or? Yeah, 99. Oh, God. So I was only like eight or something. Mm-hmm. Um, That was, I, I don't think I had seen any of the originals other than I think like here and there, maybe if it was like on TV. Mm-hmm. Uh, and... That was, like, the first one I had seen, like, in its entirety. Wow. And I found it so boring <laughs> that I just kind of assumed that's what the rest of Star Wars was, was just all these, like, oh, Senate meetings and Trade Federation. <laughs> what are you talking and, about? Like, all these the best big words. Like, I, didn't, yeah. I still struggle to understand a lot like of it. what's going on in that. You didn't like when he did a flip? That's a neat trick. <laughs> <laughs> it's a neat trick. Now this is pod racing. You didn't understand galactic politics as an eight-year-old. I did like the pod. (laughs) Are you kidding me? Oh my god! Yeah, there were some things I I obviously really liked Darth Maul. I had man. I still got to track down that photo of me in the Darth Maul bucket hat. Yes, please. (laughs) For the I'll find it one day. You didn't like Senator Greeblebs. I'm trying to remember. He's the old old man who keeps saying, We are surrounded. We need help from the Senate. No, that's Sio Bibble. Fuck Sio Bibble. (laughs) Sio Bibble has a shot in this movie. That's such a great reaction. Oh, fuck Sio Bibble. He literally put his hand on his head. Just like, I'm done. (laughs) Sio Bibble has a quick shot in this at the funeral. Yeah, it's very sad. I I pointed out, I was like, Sio Bibble at my TV all alone. Now you know. Like I know and I hate it. 
I mean, I definitely latched on to some things, like, as far as, like, I did, you know, I think Alyssa mentioned this same thing, like, oh, Jake Lloyd was my, like, exact age, mm. and I was like, this is a kid, and I can relate to him, and I had oh. seen Jingle all the way, and you I had that movie. You had his haircut. <laughs> I didn't have, my brother had his haircut. <laughs> I did, I too. I didn't have a bowl cut. <laughs> um, yeah, there were some things I definitely latched on to, and I was very much, like, there, I bought into all the the marketing for that movie was insane. It really was just everywhere. It seemed like every like fast food restaurant had some kind of Phantom Menace thing. Like, I, yeah, I wanted like all of that, and even like the Darth Maul bucket hat that I was talking about. Like, I bought that well before the movie came out, just because the stuff was everywhere, and I was mm-hmm. like, that guy looks cool. But um, but what about so... episode three? Mm-hmm. What about episode three? Oh, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> anyway, I'm just uh, basically in short, like I think because that movie ended up like being so boring to me as like an eight, nine year old, mm-hmm. I was like, I don't think I like Star Wars. <laughs> <laughs> so I just never literally until I was 20, uh, how old was I when we got together? I guess like 24 or something. I finally like. So, like, six years ago, I finally, like, watched all of them. Tyler obviously took me through, like, all of it. Um, With the Clockwork Orange machine, of course. (laughs) Oh, my God. (laughs) Wow, and you still stayed. But anyway, I think that's why, like... (laughs) uh, Yeah, I think that's why it's, like... I don't know. Like, the the, the other two guests that you guys have had on this are lifelong Star Wars fans. Like, pretty hardcore and Tyler kind of like really wanted me to be on this episode because I do love Revenge of the Sith a lot. But mm. I was definitely like, I'm not anywhere near like you guys or the, your other two guests that you've had. Like, this is all somewhat recent for me, like being, you know. Uh, yeah, but I think you feel it. You yeah, know? you feel it. You feel this movie. I do. I do. <laughs> Star Wars fans ran so you could fly, Lily. <laughs> what? Star Wars fans ran so you could fly. Is that how that? Is that how that works? I'm making it how it works. <laughs> you know, everybody sure, ran yeah. so that the the uh, so Never Senator Greeblap could fly. <laughs> he grows wings. <laughs> so sends. I just couldn't remember the the brother the bright brothers. <laughs> Why couldn't I remember their name? Okay, sorry. Anyway, yeah, I really like this movie. It's good. Thank you for, you know, having me on for this one. Yeah, okay, no we problem. can talk about it. Connor, why are you laughing? I, I just thought in my head the, the Wright brothers crashed so we could fly. <laughs> Jeez. I will say, I don't know, we don't have to do this, but I did take some inspiration from Alyssa being on oh, this, good. and she made her list of, mm-hmm. like, ten reasons why The Phantom Menace is, like, to advocate for, like, mm. The Phantom Menace being, like, a really good movie. I kind of like made a list, a Good. loose sort of list. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some reasons. I don't know if like there's anything else roadmap. you guys want to start off with, but I I could throw some things out there. I love that. Let's ride that roadmap then. Tyler, do you have anything? Uh, no, I just. I mean, I could talk about a bajillion other things. So <laughs> I think we, we could use your thing as a roadmap. Yeah. Um, okay. Okay. I just uh, yeah, we'll do that first. Okay. Um. So. Huge reason I think that this movie is really good and the best of the prequels is it kind of has like nonstop action from the very first scene all the way to the end. Mm-hmm. Um, just kind of starts with a bang, never really stops. 
This is where the fun begins. (laughs) What? This is where the fun begins. Uh, Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Any kind of dialogue that's like happening, it like seems to really like, I don't know, have a purpose. Yeah. It's all like, smart and memorable. It's like every yeah. single, almost every single line is yeah. like, it's like, it's like, boom, bang, boom, bang, uh, good yeah. line, great line. <laughs> I was reading some tweet earlier where like they were just a long, tw- like a long thread about the the prequels, and it's like, oh, by the third movie, George Lucas like finally figured out exactly what he wanted to do mm-hmm. with with that story, and he, I feel like he just like nailed it. Yeah, and then, like the first two, he's really like trying to figure it out still Mm -hmm. and like reach into different ways and they don't totally work but then this one is just like oh no he's a flawless execution totally in on the script and everything too so Mm. yeah do people generally like i have to ask like because i feel like just in listening to a lot of film podcasts and stuff and when this movie has been referenced do people like not like this? Like, I feel like it's been referenced as like the worst of the prequel, or what? just like the worst. I is that? Am I wrong, Tyler? Like, I feel like do people uh, like not really like this movie? <laughs> I mean, how do people? Where does it fall? For, I think like, this one especially is people? coming back around for most people. I think like Phantom Menace is like the low key one that like is coming back around, but mm-hmm. it's really like Revenge of the Th- Revenge of the Sith. I think is coming back as like a crowd pleaser. Kind yeah, of. and I have always loved Revenge of the Sith since I saw it as a twelve year old fighting with lightsabers with my cousins in line. Yeah, where were you? So you saw it in, you and uh... we saw it, me, Chris, Will, and Matt saw it together with my Mortal uncle, Klein I believe, Mor- Mortal Klein Bat. <laughs> we saw it together. We were literally having lightsaber. We saw it somewhere in Pasadena, I believe. I don't remember the exact theater. Yeah, but I remember leaving that and my jaw just dropping, especially during like. We'll talk about this later, but the lava, the fight on Mustafar, I was just like, oh my god, this is like the raddest thing in the whole GD world. <laughs> and even watching it today, I was like, this is the best fight in all of Star Wars. Wow. Fight me. Like, uh, this is the no, best fight, period. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Did you have a red lightsaber when you were in line, or a green, a green one? I had, I had a red one. I mean, I was always, I was I was Megatron, Tyler. I, I, I was always the bad guy. I yeah. had a feeling they had a red lightsaber. Mm-hmm. I had a feeling you had a red lightsaber. <laughs> I think I had a green one. Yeah, I had Qui-Gon's, I think. Now that I know some lore, I'm like, I probably... had a... Sorry. I was like, now I know. I probably more. I want a purple lightsaber because they're like they're they use yes. they use the dark side sometimes, but they do it for good. So I was like, <laughs> I do that. I definitely had a, a double sided nice uh, red Darth Maul lightsaber. Yeah. That to be Darth Maul me as a and my kid. brother used to beat each other up with. <laughs> what? You wanted to be Darth Maul as a kid. I guess I did. <laughs> you got the bucket hat. Like you got the favorite. saber. I I don't know. He's still my, he has absolutely nothing to him. I mean, again, I, mean, I, I haven't seen the animated stuff. But if we're just going off of Phantom Menace. There's like nothing to like substance to his character. Yeah. Well, he just looks cool as fuck. I love how he fights. And that's good enough for me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and I think that's like perfect for him. And then they like brought him back, and I'm like, I don't really care that much. Yeah, about, like he know. just looked cool. Uh, I mean, there's this is there's the reasons why he's cool. It's just like the iconography of him is like so awesome. And like, you, it's like I love Count Dooku, but ultimately he's just kind of like inspired <laughs> yeah. by like mm-hmm. old uh, Hammer horror films because it's Christopher mm-hmm. Lee. I thought he was yeah. inspired by Dracula or something. <laughs> yeah, 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 it's like or like Christopher Lee's version of Dracula, yeah. when mm-hmm. he's Dracula and stuff mm-hmm. like that. It's just like, oh, it's just inspired by those like old horror films and stuff like that. And I think his look is really cool. Yeah, but. Ultimately, he's like an old man, so he's not going to be as cool as this like horned devil, devil man. man. <laughs> yeah, with two double sided lightsabers being like, Pfft. he's truly a menace. <laughs> True menace. But is he the phantom one? No, it's Palpatine. Palpy baby. Aww. 
I feel like also during this time of period of my life, I would always role play as, as of course, the emperor. I would not be Anakin or Vader. I would be the emperor. <laughs> <What>? <laughs> when you were a kid? When I was a kid, I'd be the emperor. <laughs> oh, what would you really? do? I'd shoot force lighting out of my hands and I'd do his like... Whenever I do, I do like his like upper arm like <laughs> pose to fight. Little Connery, you just you do you went exactly. I do like, like the scream by. fly, and, like I do like the hand above my head to start like clashing with everybody. It's it was treason great. then, and the uh, Mortal Kombat cousins <laughs> yeah, or uh, Kit Fisto. And... You have no idea how on brand Mortal Kombat really is. <laughs> we have like WrestleMania in pools, and we be we be like told like you, you, my mom, you and your family need to leave. Your children are. <laughs> causing a disturbance <laughs> as we're just like dunking each other underwater and like we leave we're like covered in scratches and bruises like that oh, was really fun when Yoda sees you guys at the pool he like holds his heart and drops his cane <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> uh. it's been a great disturbance exactly just the horror that's, that's pretty great yeah it's pretty fun <laughs> where were we we were talking about Darth Maul yeah what we're was, talking about Darth Maul what uh, what's your next uh, political statement political statement alright in this thesis I will prove Another reason why Revenge of the Sith is a really good film is emo Anakin. We love it. We're here for it. Mm-hmm. He's not okay. He's not okay. He's not okay. <laughs> I'm not okay. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't. Okay, so like the first time I saw this movie was, I, honestly, I think it was 2016. <laughs> like I, I knew, obviously I knew, like I was, you know, me and Tyler had kind of just started dating mm-hmm. and like. I was like, I know I've seen The Phantom Menace. I'm pretty sure I've seen Attack of the Clones at some point. Mm. I, and we wa- went through all of them, watched all of them. And then when we got to Revenge of the Sith, I was like, I know for sure I haven't seen this one. I truly had no idea to the point where, like, I remember we were, like, getting ready to watch it. And, like, Tyler was just like, you really, so you really don't know. Like, you don't know anything that happened. And I'm like, I, I have no idea. So <laughs> like, love has blinded you then. What? <laughs> My God. <laughs> Um, so, yeah, I didn't even know, and, like, yeah, it's certainly laughable at a lot of points, his emoness, but, like... He's very deadpan. Yeah. I laugh with him, though. Yes. I laugh with his ultimate sadness. Because <laughs> yeah, I'm like... Let's, the the dark robes thing, I think I, yeah. I had to ask you, I was like, wait a second, like, what is... Did Jedi just let do, him wear that? Mean, I'm like, I guess yeah. so, yeah. No, I yeah, I, I think I was like, are you able to choose, like... Yeah, it's a fashion outfit. Do, and, and I think that, Tyler, you were just like... No, I don't think so. I think yeah. he just insists on like wearing black. Yeah, it's like not it's like not really like you're really supposed to wear like lighter robes as a Jedi as far as I know. Um but he's the only one that has this like black leather robes. I guess so. Yeah, he is the only one that does that. Yeah. And you know, his longer like greasy hair. He's got a little bit of the dark circles going. <laughs> Um, He's losing sleep at night. His lover is going to die. <laughs> I was just so I saw a photoshopped uh image of like Anakin with a bowl cut. <laughs> and uh as I was like posting memes earlier, but uh I was just like, yeah, Luke <laughs> like Luke looks dorky as hell compared to his dad. Truly. Like his dad has some style and everything and I mean Luke doesn't know any better. He's a, like a hayseed from yeah, he's, he's a, middle he's of nowhere. A hick. He's yeah. <laughs> but so I guess that's pretty rough, but just Anakin's locks are pretty like golden age you know like he's he's literally gets hair appointments at the best hair salon he's (laughs) he's married to a senator like come on she her her apartment is like that's gotta be like some sort of political corruption right like 
Yeah, she's involved in something. You get a whole view of Coruscant, like, really? From the senator from Naboo? Anakin's just sitting there playing his PSP. (laughs) I actually, like, had something I wrote down, like, sort of on that subject. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I don't know. When we were watching it the other night, last night, whenever it was, I was like, God, finding so many, like, not plot holes, but just, like, glaring, like, things. Like, okay, wait a second. Nobody's supposed to know that they're together. Like, but he's, does he live with her? Like, he's staying with her, like, all the yeah, time? Kinda. Is he supposed to be at the Jedi Temple? Is that where they all live? I don't know. Tyler, do they live at the Jedi Temple? What is the deal with that? Um, That's the thing. Like, I don't. I don't know for sure. Mm. Like, I think I think they do all... I, there's definitely, like, places that the Jedi live at the temple. Like, there's no real explanation of, like, mm. campus life. <laughs> <laughs> like, oh, there's too many people at Los Alamitos to kind of... <laughs> We're building new buildings off-site. Uh, it's yeah, just I don't hard know. to tell if he's just there with her every single day or if he just sneaks in, like, all through the balcony, like, every now and then. I... Like, I was like... Somebody is going to know that you're, you know what I mean? And then when she gets pregnant, it's like, how, who is she telling is the father? I feel like, like it's an it's open like... secret scenario. Like people yeah. know, but they they don't have enough like hardcore thing to be like, oh, like they are. But it's the people who know are like suspicious, like no. But then like the journalist like, oh, she's maybe having a baby out of wedlock. That Anakin guy sure spends a lot of time with her, but he's her bodyguard, so who knows? It's like Bruce Wayne and Batman shit, where it's like, <laughs> Bruce Wayne yeah. got Batman pregnant. <laughs> um, so, according to Wikipedia, yes, there's the Jedi Temple dormitory where all the Jedi live. That sounds pretty uh, crappy, because it's like, oh, I can't hang out with like anybody besides Jedi. I that sounds kind of boring. I can't stand waiting for Yoda to go to the bathroom every day. He takes forever in the shower. <laughs> Yoda's just in the shower with his sandals on so he doesn't get like... <laughs> oh, yeah, space oh athlete's foot from all the dorming Padawans. He probably has his own shower. He is Yoda. I guess. He's got his own guac bin. <laughs> He's got his own guac. He's got his guac bin. Uh, yeah, I know. When we were watching it this time, Lily brought up a lot of questions I had no answers to. Mm. I'm like, oh, this is cool because I feel like I know too much. Yes, like, But there's they... always an opportunity to learn more about Star Wars. <laughs> the mystery remains. <laughs> like how, like, over like barely two minutes in, I was like, who funds the Jedi? <laughs> yeah, I was like, <laughs> I don't know. The Senate, I, I guess? the Republic and the yeah. Senate, like the Senate has their funds. But then I'm just like, oh, well, actually, like. I don't know, the Jedi Temple's really, like, lavish. So it shows, yeah. like, the Jedi's corruption in a lot of ways. Because Lily's like, shouldn't they have, like, shouldn't they want to live out, like, in the grasslands or, like, yeah. in the, in the like, nature and yeah. everything? It's like, oh, yeah, but I guess because they, they're on Coruscant because they have to deal with politics and everything all the time. Mm-hmm. Just, like, kind of the Jedi shouldn't really be involved in politics. They, they probably just be take donations, people. like, a church, like, That's what we were saying. Like yeah. Yeah. Like, yes, yeah. but it's like, then they started saying stuff like, it's like, they're like, oh, that's a Jedi uh, speeder or whatever, right? Don't mm-hmm. they, like, they have a specific ship yeah, that they, they even th- use? It's like, okay, well, where's that stuff. money coming from? Jedi Starfighters, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, it's funded, yeah, by the government because they're Jedi generals at this point, like, fighting in the yeah. war or whatever. But before that, I think they still had ships before that. They were just designed more for exploration. You know, like, those were funded. Mm-hmm. Uh so yeah, I don't know. I guess I guess None it's none of these are totally relevant questions. No, but I it is just like, like, oh, I didn't think about that. To it's me, also this like... is what Star Wars is actually all about. Just like the nitty gritty of well, who funds the Jedi? Especially well, the like... prequels. Yeah, especially the prequels. But I mean, yeah, it's like, do the Jedi have to like tie like 
get favor and everything from the public, like to stay funded and everything. Oh, like, like posters for like who's your favorite Jedi? Mine's Mace Windu kind of thing. Mine's Coleman Trebor. Mine's Coleman Trebor. Where's my Plo Koon fans at? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> okay. well, just... Expected this, don't worry. <laughs> um I've got another I've got another yeah, shoot for, for you guys. Yeah, you already kind of alluded to it a bit, Connery. I and it kind of goes along with like, oh, I love emo Anakin. I mean, like, I love that he is just not just emotional. He is only emotion, yeah. which is not, you know, a, not in a any Jedi way, <laughs> I, in any way at all. Yeah, yeah. like they're anti-emotion, and um, so this goes along with that. I just love yeah. that it's like a love story, and how truly, like, I was really like, it really sunk in this time. It's yeah. like this is painful. It gets to be painful, like with like toward the end, the whole like second half, I guess, like yeah. seeing how heartbroken Padme becomes when she sees him slipping away, mm-hmm. and it's just like and knowing she's pregnant and like <laughs> batting away a fly, <laughs> um, batting away a minute. Was... Sorry. <laughs> it was really sad. Like this time, like I actually like I was like this. This is sad. All the way down to like the very end where she's like, Anakin, you're breaking my breaking heart. My heart. I was like, oh, you're going down a path I can't follow. Yeah, like yeah. the realization of everything happens a lot more organically than I used to feel about it. It's mm-hmm. like, oh, this all happened so fast, and it does. But it's like she doesn't believe it until like the very last second. It's like, oh, you know what? I guess, yeah. I mean, this does make sense because it's like. He's, like, one of the best Jedi and, like, just, like, really good at his job, you know? And, yeah. like, is bringing him to the war and also, like, she loves him and everything. So it's, like, she can't believe that he would do some things so evil, you yeah. know? For, like, I guess the sake of her, but she can't condone that, you no, know? Oh, yeah. I just think it's honestly kind of, like, cool that George Lucas, like, was, like, Oh, you want to know how Darth Vader came to be? It's like, oh, it's all because of love and yeah. God is heartbroken. <laughs> and like, I absolutely see how that was completely laughable at the time mm. and everything. But it's like, and again, I didn't, hadn't even seen this. at the, So I don't know at the time, like I wasn't there. Like I don't, but how I take it now is like, I actually really like that. that the tragedy he, grows with time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where, where you start to understand as you get older and you're like, yeah, mm-hmm. like that's, horrible and you even see taking some of the actions he does to like try and save her except with like you know killing children but well there's there's so many things in this movie that like you even brought up while we're watching it that just you wouldn't expect from it's like oh this is what i expect a star wars movie to be mm-hmm. it's like anakin's bursting into flames you know yeah. is turning melty and stuff it's like that's we'll really talk about that okay sorry we'll, we'll come <laughs> back yeah, I'm to waiting it for that. But <laughs> oh, no, go it's just, it just feels a lot more adult in a lot of ways while still being like an entertaining like blockbuster movie whereas like the like phantom menace and attack of the clones to a degree like is adult in the politics Mm -hmm. but it doesn't really connect to the overall adventure yeah and this kind of like really synthesizes in a in a cool way this this movie while we're talking about uh padme in general i realized like watching it for the umpteenth billionth time that probably (laughs) (laughs) the official number by the The way check his letterboxd That probably my favorite scene in like the whole movie is when Obi-Wan is asking Padme where Anakin is. For some reason, that scene resonates with me really hard, and I don't know why. With him just being there, being like, you have to tell me where he is, and her being like, I can't, like, where you, and him like telling her, like, 
what's going on and her like denying it outright and be like, no, he's not like that. He wouldn't do that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I really bought into it this time because mm-hmm. after the, yeah, the upteenth time, yeah. like you, it's just like, no, you have to tell him he's going to become Darth Vader. Yeah, <laughs> he's in three movies after this. He's really bad. And then honestly, my favorite <laughs> Ewan McGregor line in this is, is him being like, Anakin's the father, isn't he? Yeah. I'm, I'm so sorry. It's like, cause you just feel like the remorse. Mm-hmm. And even when she's yeah. like, like, why do you want to, you can go out there and kill him? Like, are you going to kill him? And his face just so like, I have to like it's, yeah. it's, it's the only way mm-hmm. no it's just yeah I used to always be like oh why can't she just tell him and I would be so frustrated not even so frustrated but it's just like she needs she should tell him but yeah. now I'm just like I totally like even if like your your like uh significant other like is become evil Sith Lord there's you still don't like, want them to die yeah there's you apprehension know? especially if you don't know exactly what's really going on I mean, you could say, like, yeah, it's a slow, gradual thing, but, like, as far as, you know... It's a fast, hard fall. Right, Mm -hmm. yeah. Like, he's slipping, and then, like, he just Mm -hmm. plummets. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's just, I just really realized this time watching it, which, to be honest with you guys, it might have been the fourth time or something. (laughs) Like, I know you guys have seen it, like, a hundred (laughs) times. Too many. Maybe it was, like, the fourth time or something I've seen it, Mm -hmm. but, uh, um, yeah, it just felt really sad in the end that it's, like, this is all just... A misunderstanding yeah it's well it's yeah like, it's like romeo and juliet where it's just like yeah, they both right. end up dead yeah. because of a misunderstanding yeah. and the lack of cell phones at the time yeah. <laughs> it's like he's not it's like oh it's he's so incredibly evil and he it's like he only the only reason he's becoming any kind of evil was entirely out of love yeah. you know and it's yeah. like oh man and i'm just sad. <laughs> several scenes in this too i'm like mapping out like what if obi-wan wasn't sent to utapau and he mm-hmm. was like on coruscant still yeah. like probably anakin wouldn't have like turned evil or whatever because like palpatine it's never like clear because he wants anakin to go to utapau for some reason uh that's sorry i don't know where where, where is that sorry sorry that's where general grievous is yeah oh oh <laughs> <laughs> You must go. I don't um, like that creature, by the way. You, oh, I love that thing. <laughs> I knew this would happen. You guys like that. I think he he just, I can't not think of like fantastic things. <laughs> I'm like, he's stupid. He doesn't belong in this universe. Yeah, yes, he does. He does. <laughs> he's a big lizard. Yeah, it's awesome. A bird lizard. It's I was going to cool. wait. be like, oh, I think Connery likes that thing a lot. I love that thing. It's one of my favorite Both creatures of in all of Star Wars, in fact. Um, but, it, but I do, <laughs> yeah. Okay. But it's like, I do think about it all the time. It's like, what if Obi-Wan was still on Coruscant? This probably wouldn't have happened. What if uh, Mace, he never showed up to the throne room? Like, would Mace Windu have just defeated Palpatine? What if but, Mace Windu just let Anakin come with him to, like, yeah. do the crime thing? But then at this point, this time watching it this time, I'm like, you know, I feel like Palpatine's kind of playing with Mace Windu, too. Oh, yeah. Like, He's playing everybody. Even more so than before. And we'll we'll talk. We'll come back to that. Mace but, um, Windu, to me, is like the arrogance of the Jedi, other than, like, Yoda, maybe. Yeah, but. definitely. Because he's, like, the most powerful fighter and everything, too. That's... Mm-hmm. What like Mace Windu has a purple lightsaber because Samuel L. Jackson wanted, wanted a purple one. lightsaber, <laughs> yeah. but they play it all into being like, oh, he uses like you know very aggressive fighting yeah. and stuff like that. But sorry, Lily, has just... no Jedi <laughs> ever in existence had ever. any really mm. any? Huh? There's purple been no other Jedi ever in any. Not in the movies. To have uh, a purple lightsaber or canon? No. Oh. Yeah, it's just I, Samuel. I thought there was maybe a couple. I mean, I, I know that he has a purple lightsaber because he. 
insisted on it. <laughs> yeah. But I thought that maybe they had worked it in somewhere else. I mean, in a Jedi Fallen Order, I did give my guy a purple lightsaber. <laughs> um, and if you go to Disneyland, you can build you can a purple one, lightsaber. They're not special other, anymore, so. is the point. I mean, Darth, Darth Revan has a purple lightsaber, but oh, that's sick. not like... That's, What's that from? Yeah, Knights Knights of the Old Republic, Republic, which is that video game. But it's not like... In the movies, yeah. And even in the comics that came out before Attack of the Clones, he had a blue lightsaber. So Mm -hmm. when they were filming Attack of the Clones, he's like, George, I want a purple lightsaber. (laughs) And George is like, okay. (laughs) I love that. It's just like... I feel like he's so You're going to say no to Samuel L. Jackson? Also, I feel like if anybody came up and was like, hey, can I have like... An orange lightsaber. Probably been like, yeah, sure, you can have an orange lightsaber. I have to say, on on that on this subject of George, Georgie boy, Georgie boy, Georgie Porgy, like I I I really like like okay, I listened to and I think it was your guys' last episode, Attack of the Clones, Mm. where you're talking about the uh, John Stewart asking about where Obi Wan (laughs) is from, and like. Stu John. <laughs> He's just, just like. I, I just know. really fucking love that he. There's a lot of instances that you come across where it's like he's not. Like, there's. Like, so many of the names are just like bullshit like that. Mm-hmm. And it's like. But of course, Star Wars hardcore, you know, the worst kind of Star Wars fans <laughs> that we can think of, you know, treat it as just. Gospel. Po- gospel, mm-hmm. like everything. And it's like, I just love that the creator. You know that thought up all of this is just like a lot of it just ends up being just like stupid shit. Yeah, and I feel like he day, knows that too. Like that's what my yeah, friend, I feel like he knows. I like he's that. like, I'm gonna be silly. This is stupid. I know it's silly and stupid. I just like thinking of all the Star Wars novelists who have to be like, "Fuck, how do we incorporate <laughs> Stu John now?" I think <laughs> this I saw, is stupid. I think I saw a tweet. Maybe you sent it where, where it was like, "Count Dooku exists." Like writers. For ten years after, how does this actually work in Star Wars? <laughs> yeah, what, like rapidly looks up what a count okay. actually yeah. does. <laughs> um, there's oh, there's something else George Lucas related. I was gonna say I don't remember. I, I just think it's pic- great. Like for for a property that has can have just the most toxic like fan base. Mm, truly, to, to find out that a lot of the times at the end of the day it's just like eh, I don't know. I yeah. just, it's the most benign it's this, man. It's this name backwards or like yeah. whatever. Like I, I, I don't know. I love that. I think that's kind of like the best <laughs> attitude you can have about that's what I was gonna if say. you're like the creator of you know one of these. Unlike someone else we know, looking at you, Jennifer. <laughs> Jennifer is. I don't know. I don't think that's her name. Um, <laughs> I was going to bring up Baron Papanoida. That's all. Oh, cool. Who's that? <laughs> George Lucas's character. Oh. Uh, the blue, the blue guy. Yeah, cool. <laughs> he's later. He's later in the Clone Wars cartoon, but unfortunately, George Lucas doesn't voice him. Uh, but he looks exactly like George Lucas in yeah. the cartoon. Is so the, it's really strange. Is the blue guy with the horns the one that's right by the Emperor? That's George he has Lucas. A, no, he has a no. Big hat outside of the opera, I think. Yeah, he's just an opera goer. He has a oh, cameo okay. with his like daughter, I think. Oh, that's cute. Um, is it like one of his son? One of his sons is the one who's like. Um, the Jedi, out, yeah. Yeah, is that Jacessa? Yeah, Jacessa. Mm-hmm. <laughs> He's yeah, saying Jacessa. Oh yeah. His name. Of course. <laughs> All right. Well, moving on. Well, goodbye. <laughs> well, goodbye. That's been a regular is, is, <laughs> On the note of Zet Jacessa. Bye. Uh, is General Grievous one of your notes? I feel like we have to talk about General Grievous. Um, no, I think I thought about when I was really stretching because I was trying to like make <laughs> 10 things. I think yeah. I thought about putting General Grievous and I didn't, but I think that we should, we should talk about it. 
What are you looking at? He was, sh- he was showing me Papa a picture Noya. of Baron Papanoia. <laughs> Do you know Baron the Papa origin Jaws. of that name? No. I'll look it up while you're talking, though. <laughs> Don't worry. He's <laughs> uh, <laughs> just pointing at, at my laptop and laughing at, <laughs> at George Lucas's Baron Papa John's. <laughs> Did you know there's a fight scene in a Papa John's in the Uncharted movie? That that really just sucks my soul out, man. For like a video game series is all about like traveling to like foreign places and like going to like ancient ruins and stuff and being all about that. Ten minutes too at that Papa John's. A full ten minutes at Papa John's, huh? Joke at least, like that whole scene. Jesus. All right, so General Grievous. General Grievous. (laughs) Do, Do you think General Grievous likes Papa John's? No. (laughs) <laughs> no, because no, he's a good man. I think he's a Domino's fan. Can you guys uh, answer me this? Mm. I, so why, what is the cough? I know that, I know that he's, um, at one point, Tyler, you had told me that yeah. he's some kind <laughs> of alien uh, droid hybrid, like, or he was an alien and maybe something happened to him and, and he has like now like a droid body yeah, or whatever yeah. and i just assumed like his cough is the result of like oh no hit it tyler general grievous was a kalish warlord <laughs> <laughs> who was hired by count dooku to do some missions and shit but then uh his ship crashed and he had to be turned into a cyborg and it's all been said that like oh count dooku actually planned to turn him into this like thing so he was like a pretty powerful warrior but then when he became a cyborg guy he became even stronger and like more menacing so Count Dooku blew up his ship to like. So he just coughs because he has no. No. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> Hit it, Connery. <laughs> he coughs, I believe, um, after Mace Windu crushes his chest during a big fight in the animated, uh, the Clone Wars animated oh. series. Yeah, the Jendi Tartakovsky Star Wars Clone Wars. I remember this now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, I'm just laughing because it's all really weird mm-hmm. how it plays in. It's like, oh, you didn't watch the cart. It's like, I guess, like Doctor Strange now. It's yeah. more common where it's like, oh, you didn't watch WandaVision? Well. You're gonna have a hard time understanding. It. But well, it's, like, it's not like it's a major plot point. No, as a it's character not. No, it's not. But... Yeah, yeah, right. But it's like he's coughing because he did get like injured, and he's he has like so... a chest compression right. issue. He's so badass in those cartoons. Mm, like he he's really just is. like actually really scares all it, the Jedi and everything. And that's what a lot of fans. And that's where Shahagi is from. That like whole like <laughs> horror sequence with that General Grievous <laughs> hunting them down and killing them all. Shahagi, who is <laughs> animated to look. Is drawn to look just like Shaggy from Scooby Doo, mm-hmm. hence Shaggy. Oh, I remember you telling me. I'm freaking me out, man! Yeah. And then he gets crushed. Yeah, that that is. I will. Okay, I said I hadn't seen anything animated mm-hmm. of Star Wars like before. That that is the only thing that I have seen. Shaggy showed it like years ago. Like he showed me the whole uh, Clone Wars. Is it okay? Wait, there's Clone Wars, and then there's the Clone War. Which yeah. one is the one that we're talking about clone wars. Uh, clone wars and it's not canon anymore Aww. right i it was beautiful i it really loved is. that mm-hmm. yeah i gotta watch it again sames but yeah i remember you telling me about <laughs> shock <laughs> he's the best he's one of the best stars characters <laughs> truly but i will answer that i love general grievous in this movie a lot i thought he was really cool even as a kid i like his cough i like that he's like hunched over like mm-hmm. old monster thing just yeah. like Dulk skulking around his ship, like it looks like he's a big hunchback in the beginning scene. I'm like, I love this. I always love shit like that. It can never be prevented. If it's a weird looking monster, I'm probably into it. When they like zoom like way into his eyes, and you mm. see kind of like the flesh underneath. You do realize it's... you are doomed. <laughs> he's got kind of like snake eyes or like cat eyes or something. Yeah, like, he's got those slit eyes. Mm. I really like. I noticed this time, like his. 
voice, which I know you said he's like the person who voiced him is just like. I know you're like, wait, I'm trying to look up who voiced General Grievous. I'm like, uh, it's uh, it's Matthew Wood. He's a sound designer yeah. for these movies. That's so cool. I'm just like, I'm just like, because <laughs> I. I I'm just always sighing or laughing because it's just like mm-hmm. all the parts of these movies, all the sums of its parts or whatever. It's just like all the little parts are so, so strange. It's yeah. like you'd think you'd cast some like old timey, like great actor like Christopher Lee to voice him. It's like, no, that's no, he does a good job, do though. That was great. I like that. You, you can be uh, you can be Gerald Grievous. That was good. Yeah. <laughs> Why not? Well, I was going to say, I like that. Like, I, I was really noticing kind of like he just sounds like he's obviously not entirely like a. I keep saying droid. I know it's not like a, but like he pretty much is. He's, he's more he's more machine like, than man he now. Sounds, <laughs> like he sounds like he's talking like with a bucket on his head or something. Like it's like you can you can hear like a man or like yeah. a flesh like mm. like it really is like part person. Yeah, and then like, you hear like you, then you hear like metallic like an echo. Yeah, underneath there's like a it. metallic echo to mm. it. Like, I mean, yeah, and you say he's more man than machine. He's supposed to be like an echo of Vader. He's mm. like a precursor to Vader in terms of like being yeah. robotic. Nice. Didn't think about that. That is good. Uh, and he has four lightsabers, and he spins them real fast, and is cool. Yeah, that's cool. I like how easily Obi Wan dispatches that. Though he's like scared, he's like arm cut, hand cut off, hand cut off. That, he's like, oh shit. That fight scene is so cool though, because like Obi Wan's just like adjusting and like looking and just like preparing mm-hmm. his lightsaber over his like his lightsaber up, and then just like strikes right at the right time. That's what just, everyone like, talks about, like the Obi Wan lore of like, yeah, he's like a master duelist, or like, he will like actually like, change stances, and you even see him do it like in movies and like the TV series, the animated stuff. Like he will like change movements or stances like fit a fight and like yeah. that's really cool <laughs> that's why i'm really hoping there's like yeah a cool fight in mm. obi-wan i'm sure there yeah, will be oh yeah. just like so far he's gotten beat up by some like bounty hunters but no, it's no because problem. he just like barely wants to be alive it seems yeah. so i, I understand think, i think qui-gon will show up and he'll be like awakened to the force once again and he'll like get badass again. 80s training montage yeah <laughs> working hard now he plays volleyball with ghost qui-gon <laughs> <laughs> fly. oh my god i hope so <laughs> Uh, Hearts on fire, General Grievous. General Grievous, <laughs> cool guy, has a cool uh, ship, mm-hmm. cool wheel thingy <laughs> that he rides around on. Time has, to abandon like, ship. <laughs> well, I meant his like his personal. I, ship. I know his oh, like yeah, cruiser, yeah. But okay, goes back on track, I guess. Lily. <laughs> <laughs> I pictured someone older. <laughs> I expected someone that sucked less shit, General Grievous. Sucked less shit. I forget what Anakin says to him, but it's something like that. He says taller. No, Anakin says something else to him. Oh, I thought he calls him, I thought I expected somebody taller. You're right. Yeah. Let's move on. Sorry, Lily. <laughs> Go on, Lily. That's okay. <laughs> Another reason this movie is great, mm. amazing, wonderful. Palpatine just going full hard evil <laughs> as fuck. He's yes. like just zero to a thousand on the evil scale, and just so just like oh my god, that His transformation, pa- yeah. is incredible. His pulls per- nothing back. Like. His performance is like evil serial mascot. Truly. Like that's how like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's how like in t- how camp it is. Like it's the height of camp. It's so good. My little green friend. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, he has so many good lines. <laughs> he's just cackling so hard, so often. Once mm-hmm. he, he's just so happy. I want to live my life like Palpatine. Once he comes to power, because he's won. Like not he's with, like I have nothing to lose. Not with, not with the killing part, but just him being so happy. Mm-hmm. 
even when he gets launched back into his office chair backwards. <laughs> oh my God, I literally have a note written down that's just all caps. Palpatine chair flip. <laughs> it's so good. Oh my God, I love it. Connor, you're even saying when he's when he's finding Yoda in the Senate chambers or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Palpatine's just cackling, and then Yoda falls down. and He's like, yeah. <laughs> 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 and he's like. Because <laughs> he's like about to fall too, but he's just so happy at the same time. He's totally lost it. I love that scene where they're like coming up on the elevator and like they see the empty Senate. It's like the Senate means nothing now. Like it's just an empty room. Yeah, yeah, good stuff. Mm-hmm. Excellent. Um, once Palpatine comes back, like when he's fully a Sith, like he reveals himself. His mm-hmm. voice is so deep and everything, yeah. and it's so cool. Like, and he kind of keeps that throughout. Uh, but especially right when he does, and he knights. Anakin okay. to become Vader. His voice is just so dark like and like demonic and stuff, mm-hmm. and it's really, really cool. But I notice this time, like I just love how instantly comfortable he is just in his new f- <laughs> new form once he becomes completely deformed. Yes, and it's just like he just like yeah, no, it's just instant. Mm-hmm. There's no yeah. like you know. What's happened to my face? No, he's like been like anything. waiting. He's, yeah. just he's, like, he's like, no, yeah. I've always looked like this on the inside. This is a okay right, by exactly. me. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I think, yeah. like, I don't know if this is true, but I've kind of thought this, like, the more times I watch this, but it's like, oh, this is kind of how he's always looked. And when he reveals his true Sith powers, like, it just make, like destroys his body a little bit. Yeah. yeah. But also, he's always looked like this, kind of like on the inside. Yeah, I think like glamour is like Palpatine. Yeah, he's been holding like a like using the force to keep a mask on himself of looking like a normal person. So now he's just like, finally, I'm free. I don't have to hide myself anymore. Exactly. Makes sense. Yeah, and it really feels that way with um. Sorry, his Ian McDermott. Is that yeah, Ian yeah, McDermott. Okay. With his performance, like it, you can't help but that like. I was really like paying attention to that this time. It's like he had to have been thinking that, like you know. Like, get, I mean, I would think so. Like, I don't know, getting deep into his head. Like, oh, this was there all along kind of thing. Yeah. Because, like mm-hmm. I said, he he's just instantly so comfortable yeah. with he, it. He he's like, finally, finally I'm free. <laughs> he absolutely you know? delivers. Mm-hmm. How cool is that, by the way, that like, just thinking about it when I watch these movies, like, that he, what, when did the first movie come out? Like, 79 or? What, the original Star Wars? Oh, uh, yeah. 77. But he's oh. not in it until Return of the Jedi, mm-hmm. which is oh, 80, wait, really? 83. Yeah. yeah, he's not there until Return. In see, Empire Strikes Back, they used like a, a, a monkey <laughs> with like a monkey. with like prosthetics, and then they used a lady with prosthetics. Huh. Wait, I don't remember her name. Huh? For what? For the one scene of Palpatine in Empire Strikes Back, it's like a hologram. It's they didn't cast him yet. <laughs> Sorry, he's in Return of the Jedi, Phantom Menace, Attack of the Clones, Revenge of the Sith, and and so it is the same actor and the Dead Speak. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Well, anyway. <laughs> No, I just overcomplicated it. I'm sorry. I've just thought, like, how cool is it that so long ago, like, he, how many, how long is it between when he's first in, first in Return of the Jedi to, uh, like, 20 years? Back in The Phantom Menace? Uh, like, 18 years years or something? Yeah. Yeah. Close to 20 years later, like, you get to be, like, like, just how cool as an actor to get to come back. A surprise for sure, but a welcome one. To come back again. For the newer Star Wars, hey, just movies. like Obi Wan and Uncle Owen. In yeah, the Obi-Wan I, show. I don't know. Yeah. I just think I'm obviously and like Hayden. not an actor, but I can imagine like that's probably got to be so. That's probably gonna be so fucking cool. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got to yeah. probably be tough at first, but then really yeah. cool. Like that's what, something I liked about Matrix Resurrections a lot. 
y'all can go listen to that episode. <laughs> um, but just having these two actors come back, yeah, after twenty, almost twenty years, it's just like, and they, them just fall back into it. It's yeah. just like, it's like another like. You probably think that that part of your trick. life is over, like you know what I mean, and then like getting an opportunity, especially if you're like a thespian. Yeah, you know, <laughs> and like just seeing him and getting to like kind of dig so much deeper into the character, like that's probably so cool. Yeah, mm-hmm. seeing them execute it well too. It's just yeah. like it's just a treat, you know. It's like, yeah. oh, these are my old friends. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. I feel like the line I quote most is from Palpatine where the, he says, the attempt on my life has left me scarred and deformed. <laughs> yeah. It's one of my favorite things to quote. The attempt on my, my life, life has left me scarred, scarred and I deformed. <laughs> I just like saying that a lot. <laughs> oh my God. <laughs> I just don't know why I find that line so funny. <laughs> It's very um, applicable to a lot of situations. <laughs> kind of going along with, obviously, like the whole Palpatine thing. Another reason I really like this movie is the whole opera scene and getting mm. to hear that kind of weird backstory explanation. The whole... I actually uh, wanted to ask you guys about this. The whole Darth Plagueis thing. Mm-hmm. How Have you heard of him? <laughs> <laughs> it's an old Sith legend. I'm not surprised. <laughs> I wouldn't tell you. <laughs> Sorry, I have a cold right now. <laughs> Lily, please. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> we are notoriously the most annoying podcast. <laughs> That's what the Apple review sites say, yeah. Um, I was just wondering how much because you guys the expanded universe, all that all that stuff, like if they're if they really ever go into that uh at any point, like in, in any other media for Star Wars. Yeah. Like and what you know how far like I don't, I don't really know anything about it other than him mentioning it in this one scene they do like, there was a, a novel that uh, they wrote called Plagueis that was about Darth Plagueis oh. I, I didn't read it and uh Palpatine's like early apprenticeship mm-hmm. uh because like Plagueis was still alive around Phantom Menace and then I think Palpatine killed him around then yep. or something mm-hmm. in his sleep um uh, that's about it but that's no longer canon anymore per uh-huh. Disney Star Wars or whatever but the scene at least heavily implies that Anakin may have been created by Plagueis. What? Uh, un- unintentionally, perhaps, but just oh, messing with the Force and the midichlorians. Influenced the midichlorians and created life. Oh, shit. Oh, yeah. So it's like possible that Anakin... It's very, it's very. It, it implies that that happened, but whether or not that actually happened is never... Because right. well, there was no dad or whatever, you know? His mom says that she didn't... She's not his birth mom, right? And just, she just... Yeah. Just even all no, she's she is his birth or mother. No, I'm sorry, but yeah. it was like divine conception or yeah, she right? like just she... was pregnant one day. It was yeah. immaculate conception. Imma- I'm sorry, immaculate. Yeah, yeah. Um, um, but it's still like such a stretch to if that did connect. I like that they keep it open because it's like, oh, okay, mm-hmm. this <laughs> this one person on Tatooine, like. Darth Plagueis was affecting the Force, and then just randomly that happened. I guess it's like a pure statistical, like anomaly thing. Yeah. Uh, and then the two Jedi happen to find him, and it's yeah. you know, and it's the ones that would actually bring him. It's like oh, whatever. I'm why, getting way too. In how the do weeds I equate this, that but... to being to being so long ago, like Plagueis's story being like ancient for some reason? But well, the way I guess he it talks about it, yeah, he talks about it, and it, I also like that they keep it open, you know, because he could be completely bullshitting. 
mm-hmm. Anakin and just trying to obviously like trying to get him on his yeah. side. Yeah. Like it could not, not like, even be a real person. He's just mm-hmm. telling us uh, an allegory. Yeah. Right. Yeah, exactly. So and the way he tells it, yeah, it's like as if it did happen a long time time ago instead of being like, yeah, me and Plagueis used to hang out at the 7-Eleven after <laughs> school. Like, you know, this is the kind of angle I wish he had with Ray in like the in like the ninth movie at least. With him being very much more on the side of like, hey, I'm being more persistent force, being like, look, I can help you. I like, I always, I, had, I don't know why I had a shower thought. I'm like, he should have been like in white robes the entire time, like just presenting himself to her as like, I am an alternative to like save your friends. Like together, we can save the whole galaxy. We can do everything our way. Just present himself as like what, what he does with Anakin, being like, I am your best option. Instead of being, I am your grandpa. Yeah, instead of, I'm your grandpa. I'm a disgusting (laughs) corpse man, and uh, you could never look at me with compassion (laughs) ever. I saw, now I'm going to post it this week because it's now Revenge of the Sith, but there is a really funny meme of like Palpatine and Anakin at at the the uh, opera and <laughs> Palpatine's being like your your grandson and my granddaughter are going to are going to kiss one day and Anakin's just like Anakin's just like what? <laughs> this is so strange to think about. It's like yeah, I guess they were buds back in the day. Yeah. I don't know. This is also weird. It's real tangled. Yeah. It's yeah. Any, anyway, I just I don't know. I really like I really like that like getting the kind of like 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 you were just saying it like it's weird the way that he says it it's almost like he's telling some kind of weird ancient tale yeah like so but he's being manipulative yeah Mm -hmm. i like i kind of like that like hearing more about like the lore and again could be bullshitting him the whole time we don't know but um that and the opera itself is so bizarre it's more like a Cirque du Soleil show or something like you're watching like a big big globe of water with like eels swimming around in it it's a Mon Calamari opera this is my favorite part when the eel swivels into the third bubble (laughs) yeah and uh and Ian McDermott famously had like a bad cold during that scene so that's why his voice is so raspy Mm. and it works so well it really does uh but yeah I don't know like I famously I don't know about famous I infamously a person who said that uh, Bill and Ted Face the Music should have been at least nominated for an Oscar. Yep. I think Ian McDiarmid should have been at least nominated for an Oscar for this role. He did a really good job. He's just eaten everything up, mm-hmm. and it's not over the top because that's Use the role it needs to be. You know, Use my teachings. And the I fact beg that, you. like, thinking about, like, again, going back to, like, you, you know, the you Sith said Lord. it was, like, 83 or something. Yeah. That he mm-hmm. shows up as uh, um, Palpatine, Palpatine mm-hmm. uh, in Re- Return of the Jedi. Yep. Like, who... You didn't know that, like, I mean, we're like, yeah, let's just bring the same guy back. Hope it works out. (laughs) And it's like, I mean, he's incredible. And Mm -hmm. it's like, you know, so playing, you know, the, I was going to say, like, human version of him. I mean, he's human the whole time. He's a pivotal bad guy. uh, Yeah. He's just like, yeah, watching it again, he's just so... Like the way he manipulates everybody is just—it actually seems even more effective. Mm-hmm. And uh, just the whole conversation with Anakin, where he's just like, "You're the Sith Lord." <laughs> he's just like, mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> "It's like, please, Anakin, I'm the only way to like help you and everything. Only I can help you save your wife's life from dying." <laughs> but it's just like all a big lie because after he gets all, uh, after he kills Vader Mace Windu and Bader yeah. it up, yeah, Palpatine's like. 
Uh, I actually don't know how to do this, but maybe together yeah. we can learn how to do it. Like, Palpatine, you shit! Like, you're, I, so, such a, you're so manipulative. You're I thought I thought you were referencing the very end where I feel like he does the ultimate knife twist to Anakin, where he says like, "Where's Padme? Is she alive? Is she safe?" And then he goes, "Oh, in your anger, you killed her." Where it's yeah. like he didn't kill her. She like he did kill her, but not like in that direct sense. Or Anakin definitely thinks he did. Yeah, and then Vader is so mad and breaks all the droids and everything, and mm-hmm. Palpatine just like has got a little he's like, smile. He's like, the, he's like, this is the best day. I'm having so much fun. <laughs> he loves it when a plan comes together. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> sorry, <laughs> Lily. Do you have a another? Got a couple other things. Yeah, let's let's um, let's keep going. We're at an hour and thirty, but let the train roll on. Because <laughs> then we gotta do the episode three quote off as our game, and we're gonna. That's how we end it. Oh God. oh, God. All right. Like, another thing about this movie. Um, again, I was trying to, you know, I knew it was going to be on this podcast for it. So I was mm-hmm. like, I'm going to, like, really try to pay attention to this. And knowing that the next day I was going to get to see the Obi-Wan show. Yeah. Um, something, another thing about this that I really like is just Obi-Wan's whole struggle, you know, with Anakin and seeing him slipping mm-hmm. and seeing how that's affecting him. And, um, you know, what Qui-Gon put on him as far as... (laughs) I was joking when we saw kind of like the recap at the beginning of the Obi-Wan show and Mm. you see when Qui-Gon dies and he's like, promise you'll train him. And I was like, don't fuck this up. (laughs) Like, I feel like that's what, you know, Obi-Wan has on his shoulders the whole time. And it's just, it's sad just seeing it happen. He's like, I've... He says it in the end, doesn't he? Mm-hmm. He says, like, I failed you. I failed, failed you, Anakin. Anakin. I have failed you. Yeah. Qui-Gon, um, yeah, really screwed over Obi-Wan in a way. It's a lot like, of pressure. I'm dying, so now you have to do this. And I feel like I always thought Qui-Gon would have been a better master for Anakin. Mm-hmm. But and it's even to he think. young. They they make, don't they make a point of saying, like, at some point that he's yeah. kind of young to be, like, a Jedi master? Or yeah. maybe I'm making that up. No, they do. They do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then, because they're like, oh, Qui-Gon, you can have two apprentices, blah, blah, blah. But um, uh, what I was going to say, oh, I feel like even if they left Anakin on Tatooine, like Palpatine probably still would have overthrown everything. He mm-hmm. may have not been as success- successful because he didn't have one Jedi like decimating an entire temple. <laughs> yeah. Um, But like. It'd be a little yeah, more shaky, know. but he would have still been able to do it. Yeah, maybe. Yeah, I don't know. I mean, Mace, like Witt- Mace Witt is about to kill him. Yeah, but I feel like that was because like, Palpatine knew knew Anakin was coming. But this is mm. all conjecture. I guess know? so. Yeah, he's a he's a schemer. Because even the lightning hitting back on him, I feel like it didn't even hurt him. Mm-hmm. It was just like his face being revealed. <laughs> I'm too weak. I'm so weak. <laughs> yeah, he, and then like he sees us like has he looks out of the corner of his eyes. Like, <laughs> 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 Got him! Unlimited power! <laughs> he knows what he's doing. Yeah, he does. I'm so weird. It's kind of hard to say, and like, I, it's another one of those things that I like, I appreciate is sort of left up to interpretation, I guess. Mm-hmm. You could say that, like, no, if Anakin didn't do something, Palpatine would have just died. He would have melted into a puddle or whatever. <laughs> um, or it's like, or was it really not, like you said, like, not even hurting him? Like, I, I like that that's still kind of like, yeah. you know. Yeah, there's no definite open. answer. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Which we'll I never know. Appreciate it. It's like, just like George Lucas as a filmmaker and like a creative person, he'll do a bunch of stuff like that, mm-hmm. and then they'll go on t- in the novels and comics and stuff to like explain things. It's mm-hmm. like, and I appreciate that they're building out the world 
uh, and it gives like that backbone. But at the same time, some things it's like better if you just kind of leave it more open ended. It lets yeah. the like the art breathe more. <laughs> what well, was a I like? I'm I'm gonna bring back to Warhammer for some reason, but because right. that was the city. So right, fine, Corey. The other day, Lily asked me, "What's Warhammer?" <laughs> In the grim darkness of the future, there is only war, Lily. So, but basically, one of the things I like is like the a lot of the books and stuff. They all detail like. Oh, by the way, this just might be an outright lie because it's all just pure conjecture. Somebody heard it from somebody else, this detail about this character. So it might not even be true kind of thing. And that's just a running thing on the books that I like where like you learn something, but just might just be an outright lie or true. Or like, you know, based on conjecture, or like an over exaggeration, which I yeah. always thought was kind of fun. Anyway, that pertaining to Star Wars is I like the idea of things being some things being left more skewed or unknown or maybe even exaggerated by different people. I think that's always kind of fun. Yeah, because especially just in the plotting of this in this movie and the exposition, like he leaves enough for you to think about, but mm -hmm. not over-explaining too much, I think. Maybe totally. I'm brainwashed at this point, but <laughs> I feel like he doesn't. You know the name of Coleman Trebor. You are hey, very... Hey, guess what? Now you do, too. Yeah, I do, too, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to have to, like... <laughs> <laughs> what's, the, what's it called just deactivate myself okay. need to get one of those uh we need to cover men in black next so i can use one of those <laughs> devices on you <laughs> yes perfect what what else Lily? more <laughs> and finally Ooh. finally uh there is a fight on a fucking lava planet <laughs> yes and along with that I would say these can go hand in hand together the lava planet just like Anakin and Obi-Wan used to <laughs> wow um La 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 la. <laughs> the I just really like how just the brutality of it yeah. of seeing what ultimately happens to Anakin, getting all of his appendages <laughs> chopped off <laughs> yeah. and burning and melting, and he's screaming. And when I first saw this with Hugh Tyler in 2016, <laughs> first time, I really I had no idea. I really I really didn't know. He and so once surprised. it started to go there, I. <laughs> lost my shit <laughs> i was like i can't believe this is happening oh my god he's he chopped off all of his limbs and he's just watching him melt mm -hmm. and he's screaming i couldn't <laughs> and then he goes it. and then he goes ew and walks away <laughs> he really does. Like, he looks over his shoulder and is like Ugh. i loved you anakin yeah. You're like a brother to me. And I will say you kind of Now you're just um, barbecue. <laughs> you mentioned this earlier when mm. we were watching the recap before mm. Obi-Wan and I was like, "Oh, I want to make a point to talk about this later." <laughs> uh I I we were watching it last night and I was kind of like, "Is it not like shouldn't he kind is it is it not a quote-unquote noble like Jedi kind of thing like to maybe killing. put someone out of their misery <laughs> yeah the fact that he just lets him just suffer there for who who knows how long i mean and he just kind of is fine with it and just walks away like i don't i think he i know that i know that die. i know that jedi are meant to be like they're not like attached or emotional or whatever but it's like i mean can't you just i think that's obi-wan's <laughs> flaw because he is attached to anakin and i think the fact that he doesn't walk down there and finish the job means that he cares about him like too much and he's like he can't bring himself Wouldn't to do he like want the... him to not suffer i just don't like... think he can do it i feel like he just can't bring himself to he's... do to do the final blow and yeah. I, I think that's why even they, oh, now maybe, in the maybe. show obi-wan or obi-wan kenobi when he hears oh anakin's alive he's like i should have just ended him there and now this monster is in the universe and it's my fault so yeah and then mm -hmm. darth vader goes on to do a lot of damage yeah. and murder um but ultimately, he is what leads to Palpatine 
being killed mm-hmm. and until he friggin' comes back again. <laughs> but um, the dead speak. The dead do speak. <laughs> On occasion, they do speak. They do speak. Um, but yeah, no, it's, it's just thinking about that. I didn't think about that till right now. But it's like, oh, Anakin's at two pivotal parts in like Star Wars history where he clears out an entire temple of Jedi <laughs> and just you know flips the whole favor. He's an insider for the Jedi, so they don't suspect him. Mm-hmm. And then he's an insider for the Sith Lords and like Palpatine. So mm-hmm. Palpatine doesn't really expect him to betray him. Yeah. So it's like he's in a perfect, like his chess piece is in the perfect place for both like momentous, mm-hmm. uh, like moments in Star Wars history. And he swinged, swings to both sides. And I don't mm-hmm. think, I don't know if Luke could have beaten like the emperor he doesn't want to he if he beats palpatine that's what he wants like he wants yeah. him to kill him the entire time so it's like the ultimate is for vader to do it because he's already yeah. corrupted so it's his redemption and he redeems himself there yeah mm-hmm. so if he had if Owen had killed him then i don't know i mean obviously the, the original movies wouldn't have happened <laughs> but um it's just all these thought experiments thought experiments that george lucas makes us think about mm-hmm. Are you tired of hearing about Star Wars now, Lily? <laughs> uh, I I don't know if I'm tired about, about hearing about Star Wars. I am just tired. <laughs> She's just tired. Um, Ooh. Ooh-bah. <laughs> <laughs> Medically, she's perfectly fine. But for some reason, she wants to stop recording the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> we'll have to operate quickly if we want to save the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> Is there any uh, last things uh, any of you want to say before we play our game and, and uh, call it? Peace out. Um, As the stat they say in Star Wars, peace out, peace bro. Out. <laughs> peace out, bro. I'm going to haul my solo and get out of here. Um, I'll call you, you solo. Thank you. <laughs> What, what what do you think, Lily? What what are your final thoughts about Revenge of the Sith? Final thoughts, um, you know, I don't. It's just it's a romp. It's mm-hmm. it's like I said, you know, it's nonstop action. There's always something going on, so that's fun. But at the same time, I feel like you can just kind of put it on, and like it can be like a comfort movie kind of thing, <laughs> and just kind of like uh, beyond in the back. I, I don't know, like. Yeah, I I like it a lot. It's mm. got so it really has like a lot to offer. Mm. I and as I said earlier, I really like that it's like it's fully like a love story. You know, like I don't. I, I guess if you say Attack of the Clones, like they're trying to like oh, there's like romance in that sort of. But I would it's argue so Attack of the Clones is a is a romance, just a really bad romance. Yeah. What what is uh, Attack of the Clones? Uh, it is a romance, uh, just a really bad. Just a really bad romance. <laughs> Um, okay, no, it's, it's good. something yeah. to really that I really appreciated this time is that it is you could just put it on in the background and be like, this is fun. Mm-hmm. You know, it just keeps going and there's a lot of big fights and it's just generally entertaining. Music's great. Yeah. A lot of flashiness on screen. Or you could sit down and watch it and just like study all the background stuff going <laughs> on and just like all the little perf- uh, all the like minutia of everyone's performances and mm-hmm. everything and their characters and so it's like oh you can get a lot out of this movie you really can or you could just put it on the background where it's like phantom menace you kind of need to sit down there and like it makes me think about a lot of star wars things mm-hmm. um it's like the galaxy brain phantom menace or something <laughs> but it's like revenge of the sith is way more entertaining and still makes you think about a lot of stuff so. yeah but I uh, my final thoughts is I think this is actually my favorite star wars movie like it's probably return of the jedi is my second revenge of the sith is my first 
I feel like so much happens in it. I feel like it is the most pivotal of the Star Wars stories, even. Because it just yeah. kicks everything off. I love it so much. I think Rise of Skywalker is the most pivotal. Good point. Um, and then Solo. And then Solo. And then Rogue One. But but what's it called? It, there are so many parts of it that I love and it makes me... It breaks my heart every time. And then it like sends me to like crazy heights. There are so many great lines that I use in my everyday life. <laughs> but what was it? Poop. Um... Poodoo. Poodoo. That's it. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> no, it's just, uh, I don't know, this has my favorite music in all of Star Wars. I think Battle of the Heroes, I like that more than the, what's it called, the other one? Duel of the Fates. Duel of the Fates. I just like the, it's literally my favorite Star yeah. Wars theme. Grievous's theme is really good. There's so many good. Yeah. <laughs> It's, it's great too. Uh, Order sixty six, that whole montage, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that murder montage, murder really montage sad. is like pretty amazing. When, um, is he Kiri Mundi? Yeah, <laughs> that one, that one gets me come because on. he, he, I know he goes, come <laughs> on, and then the look on his face when he turns around, he's like, huh? Yeah, they're just firing just on him. <laughs> I always excited when Plo Koon dies because like I know that scene in like the Clone Wars TV show with them be like we're expensive. It was like not to me, and then he just gets blasted out of the sky. Yeah, and like, then oh. the uns- I'm sorry, I don't remember the Twi'lek's name. What's her name? Ayla Sakura. <sighs> she just gets yeah. gunned down That's hard. Just in the like back. so That's unceremonious. Yeah. She just literally is just like oh, <laughs> <laughs> falls forward. And then uh, it is really cool when Yoda chops off the clones' heads <laughs> immediately. <laughs> That whole um, thing is just sad. I don't know. There's something about, like, not just getting annihilated, but thinking that you're completely safe mm-hmm. at one second, and then to have everything turn on you, and it's, like, that's really scary. Yeah. Palpatine literally just, like, flips sad. the board. He's like, all right, game's yeah. over. Like, flip on the Jedi. Mm-hmm. I control the Separatists. It's done. Yeah, the Jedi are really bad at figuring out, like, anything. They're like, bad detectives. In the Phantom Menace, they're like, oh, there's a bat, there's probably a Sith Lord or something. There's always two. And they're like, yeah, let's not worry <laughs> yeah, about it. Fine. And then Mason was like, there's no way. That, he, no. He's even surprised when he finds out that Palpatine's a Sith Lord. It's like, <laughs> well, someone had to be him. It kind of makes sense, yeah. you know? And he's just, like, shocked. And I don't know. The Jedi have a lot of problems. They got to work out. Oh, yeah, never mind. We brought, balance, we brought balance to the Force in the end. Uh, yeah, yeah. You did. Mm-hmm. One way or another. Yeah. Um, Oh, the only other thing I want to say is that was a weird sound. Um, is just like the whole uh, space combat scene in the beginning. Yes. It just is so like such a great way to start the movie. I think this movie also has the best set set pieces in all yeah. of Star Wars to me too. And um, the way I I'm I'm not a uh, visual effects artist. I don't know how to describe this in technical terms, but the way they designed all the VFX and like interlaid with the world mm-hmm. and just all the designs of everything it plays into the production design as well yeah it just feels a lot more tactile mm-hmm. and like there then like it's such an easy it's like such a soft punching bag to say like oh recent marvel movies but there's mm-hmm. just like a certain goopiness in like cg nowadays probably yeah. just because they're just like pushing stuff out like crazy all the time not mm-hmm. i'm not saying just marvel but just like a lot of like big budget movies the cg is just kind of like ropey and but it's just like the the palettes and just like the depth mm-hmm. of the movie like the, the droids look. all look fantastic in this one it, like they all look so good it feels all like it's there even if you can tell that it's not real mm-hmm. like yeah some of the cg doesn't like hold up where it's like I don't know, you could see some backdrops, you know, and mm-hmm. stuff like that, where it's just like, oh, he's not on a lava planet, yeah. but you, it, overall, it's still really effective, mm-hmm. you know? 
just goes to show like the incredible work of like ILM and mm. just when visual effects artists have time to do things and are paid properly. Sonic. Because, <laughs> because uh, yeah, I don't know. There's just like a lot of VFX businesses that will get a contract for a big movie and then go bankrupt because, yeah. uh, I don't know, they're not unionized mm. and they deserve a better deal. Yeah. So I didn't even mean to go on like a pro-union VFX rant, but damn it, they deserve they deserve the best. So true. So those are, I guess, all of our thoughts on Star Wars Episode Three: Revenge of the Sith! Mm-hmm. Exclamation mark! <laughs> <laughs> did you know? Did you have a game before we go, Connery? Uh, yes, yeah, so we're going to do the Star Wars Episode Three quote off. We're going to see how many quotes we can name in a quick amount of time, going around oh, in a circle. <laughs> If it goes on too long, I'll start playing the franchise theme song at this point. Maybe we'll just fade out into oblivion with this. Okay. Lily, real quick, how would you rank prequels and all of Star Wars? Ooh. Prequels and all of Star Wars? No, is that I, what you I said to her? Do all of Star Wars. Okay, the prequels. I do think this is my favorite. Is this your favorite it's, Star Wars movie? Oh, fa- no. <laughs> my favorite uh, prequel, for sure. Yeah. It's kind of hard for me between two and one. Like, I don't. They're both kind of good. In terms of being actually good, I would say Phantom Menace comes before Attack of the Clones, but watchability, I feel like I would probably choose to watch Attack of the Clones <laughs> over the Phantom Menace. Nice. Because it's fun and it's great to laugh at. And hey, I like Hayden Christensen a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, so I don't even know if that really fully answers the question. But I just know this is my favorite prequel. <laughs> Three, two, one. Uh, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. What's your favorite Star Wars movie? If I really, really had to pick one, mm-hmm. I think probably The Last Jedi. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I really, really, really love that movie. And it's really a shame that they just blew up everything <laughs> it was trying to establish in the one that came after in the rise of skywalker i hated that that was just spit in the face to me when he like reassembles his helmet i'm like okay so all his character growth just down the drain neat anyway there is a cool space primate that builds the helmet but we'll (laughs) get to that in two years from now um what is uh your favorite prequels yeah prequel and all of star wars you got the list in your head probably memorized at this point I can't rank them all right now. Okay, then do the prequels. Okay, fine, I'll do it. <laughs> oh my god. I'll, Don't make me sing. <laughs> I'll do it myself. Um, oh, this is tough. I might... Mm, ah! Changes on any given day. Ah! <laughs> yeah, it kind of does. It's like this, seeing the uh, Revenge of the Sith this time, I'm like, it kind of is the best, I think. Yes. I think, but then Phantom Menace, Ooh. I want to I wanna love the most. I gotta say 312. But part of me will be pondering that for a very long time. I'm sure this is going to keep you up at night. <sighs> yep. <laughs> it, it already does. <laughs> Connor, how would you rank them? Wait, but what's your number one, like, of all? <sighs> of all Star Wars. All of them? Mm. <gasps> He's dying. I think Return of the Jedi. There you go. Uh, maybe Return of the Jedi and then The Last Jedi. Mm. Yeah. And then, I don't know. Do you want me to... You know, we'll, no, we don't we'll want to hear on. the whole thing. <laughs> okay. No, we don't. <laughs> we really don't. Two hours. <laughs> but my favorite of the prequels is, of course, episode three. And my order goes three, one, two for the prequels. Mm-hmm. My favorite Star Wars movie, as I have stated now, is mm-hmm. episode three, Revenge of the Sith. Love it. With a Return of the Jedi followed close behind mm-hmm. and The Last Jedi in third place. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm. 
I feel bad for Dexter Jester. He's in the worst prequel. Yeah, I'm sorry. He's one of the most spirited characters, though. <laughs> he needs to show up in the Obi-Wan show. He really does. I mean, if Obi-Wan goes to Coruscant, I He's just like Obi-Wan's being conspicuous in the middle of like Coruscant. Obi-Wan! <laughs> Obi-Wan, my old friend! Not now, Dexter. I don't know you. Pulls up his pants that are sagging. <laughs> Farts. Uh, are we playing this game? Yeah. We're playing the game. <laughs> Who's starting? Who's uh, Star wars Um. Uh, okay. Only the Sith deal in absolutes. Fine. I'll do what I must. <laughs> Twice the pride, double the fault. <laughs> what have I done? <laughs> Good, Anakin. Good. <laughs> Kill him. <laughs> Kill him now. <laughs> <laughs> Do it. <laughs> Sorry. You're so beautiful. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So love has blinded you. <laughs> Another happy landing. It's not the Jedi way. <laughs> you need to say more than just. Yeah, it's fine. Words. It's okay, fine. Okay. She hasn't seen it umpteenth billion times. Good Wait, isn't that what he says? Yeah. He does say it's not the Jedi way. You shall be called Lord Vader. <laughs> he says it like Vader. Vader. Like he just thought of it. This means something. <laughs> Excuse me. Excuse me. Jar Jar's only line. Oh, I thought I thought I thought you were being the droid. Excuse me. One You're mo- welcome. <laughs> One more line than Sio Bibble oh. gets. Failed. I have. Into exile, I must go. <laughs> I always knew the Jedi were plotting to take over. <laughs> There's been a rebellion, sir. So the clones say to uh, Bail Organa as they sh- shoot down Zet Jacusa. Anakin, don't try it. I have the high ground. Or is it the other way around? Olati Dol, I have the high ground now. He says, it's over, Anakin. I have the high ground. Okay. You underestimate my power. Don't, Don't try, try it. it. <laughs> okay. okay. My bad. <laughs> oh, I guess I have to go then. Um. <laughs> Un- <laughs> Commander Cody, the time has come. Execute Order 66. It will be done. <laughs> Why is he calling up all the clones individually? Okay. <laughs> he knows their names. No! <laughs> We can just keep going. <laughs> we really could. Uba, abadi, abada. Good. All right, I might have to forfeit here. You got one. Yeah, come on. Uh, <laughs> come on, we still go. She's medically completely healthy. For some reason, she's lost the will to live. <laughs> <laughs> Do what must be done, Lord Vader. Do not hesitate. Show no mercy. <laughs> I. M the Senate. <laughs> <laughs> it's treason. Then. He doesn't even sound that evil. <laughs> it's treason. Then you're starting to sound like one of the separatists. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anakin, you're breaking my heart. You're going down a path I can't follow. Goodbye, Tarful. <laughs> Goodbye, Chewbacca. <laughs> Alright, goodbye everybody <laughs> Miss you, I will <laughs> Oh wait, we gotta do plugs and shit back, too Back to my guac planet, must I go? <laughs> Dango well, guac Okay, no well, I guess we have to cut this down then Lily, yeah. thanks so much for joining us Do you have anything to plug? Lily Young He's tired boy mm-hmm. uh, Do I have anything to plug? 
dog. I don't. Uh-huh. Um, but thank you for, for having me. Bye. <laughs> okay, bye. Connor, what do you have to plug? If you enjoy the sound of my voice, you'll start to playing games. Probably go start to follow that. Uh, follow me on Instagram at Tiny Vice and follow us uh, at. Oh, what just happened? Uh, follow us on all social medias at Franchise Pod. Please like and subscribe this episode so you get new episodes every weekend. Come on, you want it? You need it? Uh, I I shouldn't, but I want more. <laughs> I want more reviews, five star reviews on Apple Podcasts, please. Five stars on Apple Podcasts and share the show, share the show everywhere. Let everyone know the power of the empire. This is how our podcast grows with <laughs> And until next time, we already did everything. <laughs>